and welcome to a new episode of Snarf Talk. Round two. Yes. We just recorded for damn near 20 minutes. About 19 minutes. And Jerry never turned our special guest mic on. Mr. Dude. I'm Dude. back. Thanks for having me. I thought I was done, guys. Yeah, here, here in like the studio. Banned forever. Yeah. No, you were banned forever. And then we decided we had a little bit of a like a parliament meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Mike Sheedy got involved, the producer. Lots of people were involved. You don't mm-hmm. even understand. Woo. And uh, we decided that you're allowed back for this one time, mm-hmm. one time only. It's a provisional, it's a trial run. It, it is a trial run. We're going to see like how your microphone etiquette is, uh, how you treat us. Mm-hmm. Um, like if you talk really well about us. Well, I will then, not be back on after this podcast. Then, I will guarantee Then you'll it. come back. You know, right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, ultimately, we were convinced by Mr. Sheedy, mm-hmm. our producer, to give him another chance, and another that's what shot. we're going to do. So, Thanks. you're welcome. Thanks, Mike Sheedy. Yeah, it's it's a blessing, oh, and yeah. maybe a curse, <laughs> all at the same time. So, yeah. we had a fun discussion. We talked about Patreon. We're not talking about it again. We talked about Jerry Taft. Or no, yes. Tom's killing. Tom's, Tom's killing. killing. Oh, dude thinks he should go to jail for insider trading because he had a seat on the board of trade. And he traded commodities. And Chris had a funny joke about Jerry Taft. We talked about Jerry Taft's, or we talked about Tom Skilling's brother and pyramid schemes and Bernie Madoff and Enron and how Jerry Taft is Tom Skilling's brother. Right. It was a hilarious I, joke. And, and I laughed and laughed. It was. It was yeah. so fun. And then uh, what else did we talk about? Let's see. Oh, I thanked everyone on Patreon. Yeah. And I still thank everyone on Patreon for being a, a Patreon subscriber. You guys are the best. You guys got us a microphone for dude to talk into that will hopefully make him sound better. Yeah. Um, so thanks. Yeah, we uh, filled uh, dude in on Snark Madness, which he completely ignored and didn't even fill out a bracket. Which is uh, another reason he's on the podcast, but he doesn't right. listen to the podcast. Which is another that reason is why untrue. we were like, "Hey, you're basically done as being a podcast guy," but. But you're here, and, and we're we, glad. And here. we chastised uh, Keith Pfeiffer for being terrible. Yeah. We did, Madness yes. And Keith being an embarrassment of humanity. Just a joke. I mean, it is, it it's a serious. disgrace. Oh, I it's mean, a disgrace. I mean, it's pretty bad. It, it's almost as bad as you not playing Snarf Madness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. At least he played. <laughs> he did yeah, play. I'm a, I'm we a should lot worse. send him. Thank you for I, you playing. know what, Keith. I'm, you're gonna get something. We we talked about that before. You and let I was, him. You should let him come on. Yeah. Oh yeah. Why that should be that? his reward. We will let Keith. you come. Keith, you will come on as loser of Snark Madness. You are, have an open invitation to come on the podcast. Plus, we will give you a parting gift. Uh, we're going to give you a whatchamacallit bar, <laughs> yes. candy bar. You get a whatchamacallit. That's my, that was my sister's favorite candy bar. That was always my favorite until I discovered the Take Fives. Oh, my God. Really? Those a take, are, five? The take, the take Fives? Take Fives. Those are the ones with the pretzels in them. Uh, I don't know, but they're amazing. What about uh, a what about one of them hundred grands? I was gonna. You know what? Was, those, no, those were good. They're maybe, good. Maybe we'll get them a hundred grand. I think we should. You know what was better? We'll, we'll get them. We'll get them. Remember the, the the candy bars used to sell for fundraisers. The caramels. The caramels. Oh yeah, my gosh. Fun. Yeah. You know no, what's that really stuff good? was like crack. Reese's yeah. Nut Rageous. Mm. You do like nuts? Oh, nobody really bought those. Never mind. My yeah. favorite is Reese's Fast Breaks. Those things rock. Reese's fast breaks. They're okay. Yeah. You know how long um, it's been since I've had a candy bar? I, I know. I, I don't ever eat candy crazy. bars. Crazy. Ever. They're, they're not, so delicious. They're not well, good for the, you. the only ones I get are the little ones. 
that oh, the kids don't yeah, like, like. The fun size ones. Yeah, yeah. That, like Three Musketeers. They don't like them because they eat all the Snickers first, and then all left is the Three Musketeers. That which, is literally which, the which, only thing ever left. Which is, is Three Musketeers. Which are awesome. I mean, they're fine. It's yeah, a good they're movie. Okay. They're better than Milky Ways. Oh, man. No, I like I the Milky Way yeah, because it's caramel, got the caramel with caramel. it. Milky Ways have the nougat. Yeah, but that's yeah, all that's, Three that's Musketeers all. is. That, that's what I meant. Uh, three Musketeers has the nougat. Milky Ways has the caramel. And, and nougat. nougat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only difference between all of these, like in build up to a Snickers, you yep. add nuts. Yeah. I'm Snickers. very proud that me and Jerry know all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm yeah. the fat one. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. It's good being skinny. I had uh, one of our mutual friends the other day was sending me pictures after, it must have been either Easter or Christmas or something where you get a bunch of candy for your kids. I'm assuming Easter. And he had a whole pile. Of, you know, all the little miniature, like the Hershey's and Mr. Yeah. Good Bar. Of course. Uh, yeah. He had a whole pile of crackles and he's like, Throwing them in the garbage. He's like, these are the worst in the world. Why would anybody? Eat oh my like, god, they're I the lo- best I one. Love Rice Krispies covered in chocolate. What's yeah. not to love? Crackles. The it's best a. Cr- one. It's the original Crunch Bar. All I ever wanted was a full size crackle, and I don't even know if they. They make don't them. make them. I don't. That's the Crunch Bar. A Crunch Bar is yeah, a full size yeah. crackle. Yeah, but no, Crunch Bars aren't as good as crackles. I agree with you, but it's the well, same back exact up, back concept. Up, back up. You take a Crunch Bar and you break into little pieces, and you got crackles. Crackles are like softer. Than cr- uh, crunch bars. You're right. The chocolate part of a crunch bar is hard, like a Hershey bar. You're so, fucked up. No, there's a oh. difference. No, there's a definite difference between the the chocolate between them two. Uh, a crackle, I could eat like nothing. Like it was just, I could just shove them all in my mouth. Crunch bars, after a while, hurt my teeth. Yeah, they got bite to them. They're they're. they're no, it stiff. didn't hurt my teeth like biting it. It hurt my teeth because of like the sugar content. I think there's something different about a, a crunch bar that like made my teeth hurt. You guys are freaking me out here. <laughs> Why? Because you dove way into deep into this. No. Man. Have you ever had those ones they used to Didn't have? Didn't Shaquille O'Neal, wasn't Shaquille O'Neal on a Crunch Bar commercial? I'm sure. I think, I'm, I think I'm, he was. I'm, I'm looking at you like you're crazy, man. No, nah, I'm going to look How it up. How come I've never seen a commercial for a Crackle Bar? That's what I'm saying. Come on. They're not real. Yeah. That's why. They're, they're like Crunch a, Bars, but smaller. I think, is it a Midwest thing? No, I think no. they're made by Hershey's. Well, you know what I hate? Is like because Kirsty usually gets the little things with the crunch bars yeah. and all that. And, and you know what's always left over at the very end? I got the throw dark away. chocolate. The dark chocolate, which tastes like just total dog yeah, crap. It's, it's terrible. Yeah, Sha- it's bad. Yeah. If you're down to eating the dark chocolate, like you got to walk away. You got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Shaquille O'Neal was in crunch crunch bar commercials, multiple. This doesn't surprise me. Yep. It doesn't. No. I like the Mister Good bars too, though. They're all right. But another one that I really no, liked when Mr. I was younger, Bar. and I don't see them anywhere, and I can't remember the name of them even, but they were called Aero Bars. It was A-E-R-O, and I don't remember what the last part of it was, Aero. And it was like a chocolate bar, but it had like air pockets, like little air pockets in there, and it was real. Mm, nobody it. ate those. I never even heard of it. If I had my laptop, I would crush you it's... with all the knowledge of the Aero Bar. Enhance. <laughs> Enhance. Enhance. All right. Well, let's get get to it. You guys missed all the fun, but now we're going to start with some new fun. So, what are we, doing, we? For, so what are we doing first? Well, Jerry's got some news. Ooh, I, I do have a lot of news. We don't have any specific. Uh, we 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 were going to do top ten nineties movies, but we decided to that, wait for maybe next week. That will be next week. Okay, I'm top looking 10 up nineties action movies. Hang on, I'm looking up the Arrow Bar. You're right. It's A E R O. And it is an aerated chocolate bar manufactured by Nestle, originally produced by 
Round Trees Arrow Bars were introduced in 1935. They were good, wow. man. It's it's an England. Apparently, they're not it's that an England good. treat. You know what also is a good one? The Zagnut. People don't give enough credit to a Zagnut bar. What the fuck is a Zagnut bar? There no. were those like chocolate coconut bar type yes. things. So one of my favorite candies of all time is Mounds. I love Mounds bars because you know, I love coconut or, so much. Or, or do you like the Almond Joy? So here's the thing with the Almond Joy. So I love Mounds. I would eat Mounds like crazy. But I prefer milk chocolate. I didn't like the almond involved though. So every Almond Joy, I would take the almonds off. And I still ate them. I'd eat them after I ate the, you know, the actual chocolate and coconut because I liked that better. And then I would just eat the almonds because I was told never to waste. So that's what I would do. It seems but very counterproductive. It kind of, yeah, it would. But I, I just, mean, I really enjoyed them. Do you know what bar is only kept in the consciousness of the public by Dairy Queen? Butterfinger. Oh, you think so? Dude, That's my dad's that favorite. That is my fucking kryptonite. Does do they still even? Can you buy yes. a Butterfinger oh, bar? Oh yeah. Every yeah, time I'm can. in Walmart and I'm in the candy aisle, I look at the Butterfinger. I went, nope. I really uh, like Butterfinger. I, I love them too, but they get stuck in your molars. I know. So bad. And, you get, and, you, and you're sitting so there bad. and you're digging Picking them out, them out. And, and you look at your finger and you go, "Did I wash my hand or not?" Yeah. And you're like, oh. The, the <laughs> only thing that kept Butterfinger alive was Bart Simpson. Yes. For sure. Yeah. Keep your finger out. Keep Don't lay a finger on my butterfinger. Butter finger. Yeah, that's right. Um, Holy cow, man! Yeah, I guess I never see them. Other, I guess I don't really go down the candy aisle though. My kids, if I let them go down the candy aisle, the only thing they want are those like stupid sour sprays. Yeah, that is ridiculous. Bryce is the same way. He likes the the garbage patch kid crap. But my kids know I love them, so they hide them on me whenever like during Halloween. Like they literally take them and the sour patch kids no the butterfingers oh, like yeah, the small yeah. ones they hide them so i can't have them just because they're mean. i guess you do see the small ones at, at yeah, you, see, you see the little little squares and then the, the, you get the little rectangle yeah. ones but th- that's a treat when i'm like really doing good and i really want one the whole butterfinger they're awesome mm. could you imagine eating an entire candy bar now i just i, I don't know the last time i did to be honest i mean i've you. had plenty of the minis Yes. Oh, yeah. For sure. Like yeah. For sure. But I couldn't. I can't really fathom getting like a king size Snickers and just sitting down and eating a king size Snickers bar. Kind of like sitting down. I don't know. I, can, I mean, I can beer. fathom it. I can understand. Well, like, yeah. And, I mean, I want to imagine do myself right doing it. But <laughs> you know what? Well, well, it's not so, something. So I, do. I don't understand the difference between you wanting a large candy bar or a small candy bar. I mean, it's like drinking a tall boy beer or no, drinking a just, regular beer. I mean, I, you, you can't fathom drinking a tall boy. I'm just saying I wouldn't do... I don't mean I can't fathom, and I guess that was the wrong choice of words. Sorry, Grandma, yeah. please. What I meant was <laughs> I can't... This is me you're talking to I here. can't imagine going to a store and buying a king-size Snickers bar and sitting down and that, eating an the entire king-size... Because like, there are no regular-size Snickers bars anymore. If you go really, look at them, they're it's all very king rare. Size. Yeah, It's very rare to see like regular-size any candy. Like Everything is jumbo yeah, size. You should now. have all your listeners... Take pictures the next time they see a Butterfinger regular size candy bar because you guys are wrong on that. They're everywhere. Boom. Here's what we're going to do. Top 10 candy bars. Uh, Two episodes from now, every listener I want before we do it to send in their top 10 list. 
And then we will do our top tens. And then we'll do our top tens and we'll read, uh, we'll read some of and yours. And get prepared for some zag nut action. And some zag mounds nut. bars. So King size mounds. I'm going to have packet. to go out and start eating candy bars like a madman because I ain't had them in years. So what about get, what about a watch them? Watch them. Oh, they, they are really good. They are good. But they're not as good as a Snicker or a Butterfinger. What about a payday? Good. Did you guys like payday? Fuck payday. I didn't mind payday. That was like peanuts and sh- Dog shit, wasn't it? <laughs> it's peanuts and it caramel and nougat. It's just backwards because the peanut is on the outside with the caramel. You like Baby Ruth's too, don't you? Baby Ruth. Uh, no. Yeah, to Baby Ruth. <laughs> I don't like Baby Ruth. Dirty son of a bitch. <laughs> I liked Payday, though. Paydays were I good. like the board game Payday. We're also going to do top 10 board games pretty soon. Oh, was, yeah. Oh, we are. You know it's going to win. Listener request. Everybody, it's going to be Monopoly. Nope. No, risk. Not mine. You can't say what's going to win. I I just literally threw out a game Here's, that I thought of. Monopoly isn't going to be in my top five. Yes, it will. Nope. Okay. Yeah, it yes, will. it will. It my will. family. So we bought Monopoly. I love Monopoly. We bought it for the Xbox. We used to play it. Yeah, we have time. it on Xbox yeah, too. And my, my oh, you kids do? Won't, my, I don't have it. My kids won't play with me anymore. Because you're mean. Because you're, yeah. yeah there's, there's, this, well, there's one simple tactic to winning Monopoly, and it's very simple. Buy everything you land on. Right. No. You buy all the houses you can, and you don't well, ever, and you don't, ever, you don't ever trade them in for hotels. And when somebody lands on your property, you just break them over the coals. I tell you what, um, that's when, the premise. Yeah, of the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> my family doesn't haven't figured that out yet. They're just like, let's just go around the board and see what. what, what I you didn't land know it was on, on Xbox. Can I go by go? I need yeah. to get it on Xbox. Um, yeah, I do love Monopoly. We used to play it too when, like, right after I got out of high school. We used to have parties where we'd all play Monopoly, um, like all of our friends. It was great. And then in college, we played it all the time. It usually ended in people getting punched, yeah. people crying, or entire tables <laughs> getting flipped it's, over. It's funner the more people you Because we were always drinking when we were playing. Right. And then uh, when, we, when I lived in Germany, when I did a study abroad in Germany, we bought, we had nothing to do. We had no TV. Sure. You, so we you went didn't out. study. So yeah, no, I might say you study. didn't study abroad. You drank abroad. I only went to one class the whole summer. One. What did you do? They drank. Drank. Played Monopoly. <laughs> and we did get <laughs> so Monopoly, on. but it was German Monopoly, and it was not in English, and none of us spoke German. Right. So we just had to guess by the pictures on like the cards what they were for, and then we would just make it up as we went along. Okay. So who all went over That's there? Fun. Was it you and Schaefer? And oh, there's a bunch of us. It was Kevin uh, Seedentop. Yeah, Kevin, me, Schaefer, Pete Ortegal, um, Travis Algren, Greg Niewald, Victor Rexrode. I think that was it. Oh, yeah. I forgot about it. Yeah, Vic had an experience. Me and Vic lived together. Robert, was Robert Steele? No, he didn't yeah. go. Oh. That just sounds like fun. I wish yeah, I that sounds incredible. I'm going to tell you guys, it was the best. It was <laughs> like the best time ever. Really? We went out. We partied. We had fun. We went to breweries all the time. We went and got donor kebabs at Greek restaurants. We got on the train. We went to Paris. We went to Rome. We went to Munich. Oh my God! We went to Heidelberg. We went all over the place. We went to. Um, I've been to Heidelberg. We went to uh, Kant. Uh, did we go to Cannes? And what's the other one? Um, starts with an F. Frankfurt. Yes, that's Frankfurt. Where we, yeah, Frankfurt. That's uh, where we. It's army base there, right? Yes, that's yes. where we flew into. There's, there, so, there, there's a big army base. Yeah, so I went to Frankfurt on that base, but that's then we where, went like, to Heidelberg. All, like too. most international flights. Go through Frankfurt. It's a huge airport. That's what it was. We landed in Frankfurt. There's a base there. We stayed there for a little bit. Went to Heidelberg. So there was a big base where I lived. It's Stuttgart. That's where I lived. And um, there's a huge army base there. We went there for the 4th of July. Gosh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cool. So jealous of your life. 
It was great. I'm not, jealous of that time in his life, not of his life. Right. Of no cell phones either. Correct. No, no phones. Oh, good, good point. If we wanted That's to call home, point. we had to call from a payphone. It was weird. Really? Yeah. Yeah, pay because there was no like thing. international yeah. call. Jerry, are you old well, enough to remember payphones? Absolutely. Okay, just checking. I didn't have a cell phone until I was like... Remember pagers? Uh, I do remember pagers. My brother had one to deliver pizzas. <laughs> 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 My dad always had a pager because he was a volunteer fireman. In I, tell, I delivered pizzas for the Mazan market. That was the best job of my entire life. Yeah, that's what my brother did too. Yep. Right around the exact same time you did because you're both fucking old. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. All right, yes. On to the news, Jerry. So we're going on to news. And the very first one that I'm going to bring up is one that we'll probably talk about for a little bit. Um, there is yep. There is a guy that we sure. love, Chris. Kevin Smith? Kevin Smith. Ah, I do like that guy. He, this, this is the part you might get a little aggravated with. All right. So there is another, there's another show that we also enjoy and we know these guys really well. And they have a show called Chuckload of Comics. Oh yeah. They interviewed Kevin Smith for a, an internet, uh, Comic-Con. It was like an internet Comic-Con. I can't remember the company that put it on, but they were involved with it. And uh, Chuck from Chuck Load of Comics sat down for 45 minutes and interviewed Kevin Smith over Skype. And he got the lowdown on the new Clerks 3 movie. And Kevin Smith laid out the plot of the new Clerks 3 movie to him. Uh, Pretty, (laughs) your your face is telling a story here. But no joke, he laid out the plot to the new Clerks 3 movie. Do you, would you like me to tell you about it? Sure. So I'm so disappointed right <laughs> okay. now. Okay. Well, well, yeah. What's wrong, Chris? Nothing. It, you know, it is what it is. They're doing. They're doing. They're doing their jobs over there. Yeah. Chuckload is doing their job. They're awesome, man. That's amazing. That's um, incredible that they it just were, were able to get that. Yeah. It's a, going. Like I'm extremely jealous of them yeah. right now. But uh, so. Kevin Smith started laying out what Clerks 3 was about, and he said that uh, in the beginning of the film, Randall, and this is gonna this will really blow you away, and you're you're gonna be blown away by the what this movie is gonna be about. Randall has a heart attack. Okay. Oh shit. And he has like a really big life-threatening heart attack, goes in the hospital, you know, wakes up from it, and Dante's there, and he realizes it while he's in the hospital that He's been like wasting his life. He's like, we, we have, you know, we own the convenience store now. Like, because at the end of Clerks 2, spoiler, like they get it. They fade out in black and white, you know, because they own the store now and they're all happy. Yeah. But like Kevin Smith says, he's like, but is that really, is it really happy to them that they own it now? Um, after he has the heart attack, Randall's like, is this really what my life is? Like, I've done nothing with my life. I own a convenience store with a guy that I've worked with for a little while. That's it. So, and he's sold movies, you know, and they've talked about movies all the time. So what he does is that he decides to make a movie about two store clerks. Oh, I mean, that's kind of, isn't that it is kind of a good idea. And I think in the movie, they're calling it clerks. That's a, that's pretty meta. So if it wasn't Kevin Smith behind that, I would say it's, pretty stupid but it, knowing kevin smith movies and loving kevin smith movies it's going to turn out to be that's the hilarious. only way it works is because it it's like like uh, that's I mean, kind of cool a, a movie about his first movie full which circle is, it is a exactly full circle thing. Heart attack. Yeah. and 
it's literally the story of Kevin Smith's life, basically wrapped up out of how many movies he's made, you know, and it is full circle for clerks where, um, yeah, they're going to make a movie about clerks within clerks. That's cool, man. So I think it could be pretty interesting. I I just hope it's like a real movie. You know what I mean? Like I felt like uh, yeah, absolutely. Jane Silent Bob reboot. Well, I liked it and it was funny and it was yeah. fun to see in a group. It didn't feel like like a real movie. It felt like no, a, I know. And after what I like I watched it back, film, direct you know? release to to Prime. video yeah, Prime. Video, yeah. yeah. So after Works watching it back, um, no, it was like a direct to free Prime. Yeah. Like you know. You don't have to rent it. Yeah, you don't. Oh, it was Be- free? Yeah. Yeah, but it's because of the way he released it, because he went around on a road show releasing it individually to a multi- like different um, theaters and whatnot. So he prolonged the release of this movie for so long that there's no reason why he would need to not put it on like free release, mm-hmm. like video on demand, because he made a crap load of money yeah. going around the country to different showings. Uh, uh, the- he said uh, in his last podcast that he is planning on financing clerks three all solely yeah oh that's good that good i was gonna say he's also uh has in the works for mall rats yes there's a name for it and i can't remember yeah i gotta look that up mall rats two but there's a name it's uh yeah mall rats two and going up to that release that was a it was, was a fun. Great time. And the whole thing that really blew my mind, which I didn't know this, was his story about the why the clerks, the original movie was shot in black and white. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I mean, when, and when he says that, well, this, he tells a story, and it's like, oh, I can save a buttload of money if I shoot it in black and white. I don't have to change in the lighting of the store. It's like, holy shit. I thought it was just for his, you know, a directive and creative, you know. No, mind. it was a money thing. I didn't know that. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was one of them things where he, when he dropped the mic and walked out and sat with us in the in the crowd, it was amazing. He did that at every single show, really. And he was at he like uh, seventy five yeah. cities. And he watched and he three show, two three showings per city. He watched it with the crowd with every in every show. That's amazing. Good. So he watched it like three hundred times or Such whatever. A good dude. Yeah, he totally is. He is. I'm excited about Clerks Three. I just want it to be like Clerks Two, where that felt like a theatrical movie because I'm such a big fan of his his movies. But I don't want, like, the, these last couple. They, I don't know why, but they don't feel like actual cinematic movies. They feel more like fan films or, like, YouTube videos almost, you know? This is saying yeah, that I the second Mallrats movie is going to be called Mall Brats. That's not right, because he said the name of it the other day, yeah. and it was not that. Yeah, it's, it's Mallrats to, like, something-something. Yeah. I can't find it, but... Yeah, I agree with you that uh, the Jay and Silent Bob movie didn't feel like a theatrical movie. Like it just felt like something Still really he threw fun. together. We l- the experience I, was incredible. Yes. Like you were talking about, like him sitting in the audience. It's not quite the same watching seeing it at the director, home, but that's what I was gonna say. So I have sat down and watched it since then because you had told me it was out and you watched it. Um, and no, no, it is not the same. Yeah, it's, it's not the same as seeing it in person. There's with the still director. really funny moments. Uh, Fred Armisen's great. Yes. Um, there's a lot of really funny I moments. I enjoy it. it, it Especially it's, towards the end. It's what I expected from the movie, I guess. But it's just a little bit too on the nose. If that, I mean, you know what's going to be on the nose. But it's just like, 
It's just too much. I don't know why sometimes. it's so different because like it's not really that much different than Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. It's the same movie. But that yeah. feels yeah. like a real movie. Like that felt like a movie. And Jane Silent Bob redo, reboot for some reason didn't. And it's either like the lighting or the focus or like I know it's the way he filmed it. The dialogue or something like that. I don't know. It's I, I haven't gone back and rewatched it yet. I mean, it's like it's too in focus. We talked about that when it was when we first saw it. It was like you could see that it was filmed differently. Yeah, it's like it's filmed on a... It's like a YouTube video. Yeah, right. it's like 30 fa- frames per second. Uh, something, he did something different. Like there. high definition. Maybe it's just it just makes it seem different. Or it was like the lighting was different. I don't know. If, if lighting didn't feel right. But yeah. either way, I'm hearing about what uh, like the Clerks 3 movie is going to be. I'm... Excited about it. Yeah, big time. For sure. As long as that's what it is. I mean, I don't know why you would lie. You know, he shouldn't lie about any of that, but that's just the base plot. So we don't know what the larger story is. I mean, Clerks 2 is one of my favorite movies of all time. The scene at the end in the jail makes me choke up every single time I watch it. Unbelievable. Um, I love that movie. Clerks 2 is incredible. I like, I love how it ends too. Like how they, how it is kind of like a fairy tale where they, you know, pan out. I didn't in black it. and white. I didn't enjoy Clerks 2 near as much as Clerks 1, but Clerks 1 has, Clerks has just this nostalgia thing for me because... It, I mean, uh, listen, I'm a huge fan of the first Clerks 2. It's just um, Clerks 2 has a little more depth to it. Mm-hmm. Clerks 1 feels like a like a rock and roll movie. You know, it's like a... Right. It's raw. It's really funny. Mm-hmm. It yeah. just has that feeling to it. Yeah. Um, it just feels like a... Almost like an artistic movie, but with raunchy humor. Oh, darn it. And Clerks 2. Damn it, gonna, Jerry. What, every single time we you have to spill shit. That's why it's we don't spill. have nice things, Jerry. It's not spill. Whoa. Whoa. Wow, you hear that? Dang. It's God himself. God, this is a nice <laughs> table. Come down to punish Jerry. <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right, next little bit of news. Uh, this one probably won't surprise you, but I still think it's kind of incredible. Tom Cruise is doing something that nobody else has ever done. Yeah. Do you know what this is? Yes. He's He's going to space, motherfucker. He's going to film an action movie on the International Space Station. NASA's involved. Elon Musk is going to be involved. He hasn't. I didn't know there was the, he was going to the space station. Oh, yeah. I knew he he was going to outer orbit. He is, but he's going to the International Space Station. NASA's involved with it. It's crazy. He's a crazy guy. And they're going to film. Is, dude. It's this not like 55 hey, years old. You know what I'm looking forward no, to? No, he's older than that. Maverick coming back. Is it really? Yeah, Top Gun. Well, yeah, the Top Gun. Oh, oh. Yeah, Top Gun. I you were thinking the of the Western. With the Western. Mel Gibson? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that would be, be cool. That too. would be cool. That was a good movie. I no, love that movie. But uh, yeah, they, it's not going to be a Mission Impossible movie. It's going to be some other type of action. Why wouldn't you just make it a Mission Impossible movie? I don't know why you would. Like you have a franchise sitting there that's yours, it's his. You yeah. know what I bet? I bet you they film parts of a Mission Impossible movie while they're up there. Yeah, that's a good idea. They're like, well, hey, Tom, when you're up there... Uh, Read this. Here's like <laughs> 10 years worth of movies that we would like to do in space. Can you <laughs> Yeah. Can you pretend you're running really hard in space like for here, a while? Here's a sheet. Can you pretend like you're Chris Pratt? Yeah. We have a, we have a Chris Pratt movie that we would like to get some space footage of. Yeah. You, Wouldn't you, that... Logistics and the the amount of money they're going to have to spend on that. I mean, just boggles my mind. Well, I mean, I mean, NASA's involved, Elon Musk is involved, and Tom Cruise has 
whatever. He can do whatever he wants to do. I mean, do. it doesn't matter because Zenu's got his back. That's true. He's, yeah, Zenu. he's part Zenu. of the call. At first, I thought you said Is he still really involved or is he kind of... I don't know if he's kind of distanced himself. No, I think he's pretty involved. Because they got a lot of bad press in the last couple of years. Yeah, so... Forever. You want to know what's crazy? After Jansom Bob reboot, I rewatched it and I got myself thinking, I'm like, whatever happened to Jason Lee? Yeah. Like he was a huge star. Yeah, he was in My Name Is Earl, all those Alan oh, yeah. and Chipmunks movies. Show, yeah. Yes, he I was love in it. a bunch of other movies that were popular. My Name Is Earl is one of my favorites. That, that was a good show. It's uh, coming back, by the way. I think for uh, like a special or like a, a mini series, they're gonna okay. do My Name Is Earl. Anyway, um, so it was great. So, but then I started reading about his life, and he was hardcore, hardcore Scientologist, and like that's what caused his. First two divorces really? actually, um, because what happened was like he was he, like toxically Scientology, and like his wife, wives started getting like fed up with it, and then he he was married to wasn't he married to Jamie Lee Presley when they were no, in My no, Name Is Earl? No, I don't. I, don't think so. I, I thought he was. I don't. Th- I, I yeah, don't think in the so. show. No, I know, but I thought he was in real life too. No, he no. was not. Okay. Um. So anyway. He would like get into it with his wife, and then he would basically turn on them, and, and uh, hit the the wife at the time, and like have them labeled as like toxic. The whole church would like mm-hmm. go against them, and he would That's go bad. against them, and like they would cut him out. Like of everybody, all of their friends' lives, nobody was allowed to talk to that person anymore. That happened like with two of his wives, and then just like two years ago, he left the church. Well, really, yeah. What's her name from King of Queens? That's been on Joe Rogan multiple oh, yeah. times. Yeah, Leah Remini. Leah yeah. Remini. She's gotten crazy. It's similar. Like, she she had a she, whole she, series that came out. Yeah. Um, explaining like what happened. Well, well, she's been trying to get it everywhere to tell people that it's not a church; it's a cult. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And, and, uh, and nobody would, would listen to her. They and, have like labor find... camps where they like torture yeah. people. And from what I've heard, the well, the indoctrination video. Listen this. to the Joe Rogan when she's on there. I mean, it's crazy. He was the only one that would would give her a stand to talk about it. I mean, nobody would touch it because there's such control. Listen in Hollywood. to um, from that is where she got that show. Listen yeah. to Joe Rogan podcast with uh, David Miscavige. Yeah, David Miscavige. His, David Miscavige is on it too. He is was on there. His dad was on there. His, yes. That's who it is. I knew it was a miscavige. His dad's his on dad. there, and then his granddaughter's on there. Yeah, his dad Megan. had this wild story where basically he imprisoned the, like his dad and his mom on this in this Scientology camp, and like wouldn't speak to them. Like they had to like they didn't act. He didn't act like they were his parents. They had to act like he was like their there. There was leader. a. There was an older guy that was on there. I don't think it was his dad. Yes. Well, eventually, he had to uh, he had it's to escape. Was yeah. It? He had to escape, and then he wrote this book, and that's when he was on there. And Joe Rogan comes out and says, "He goes, yeah, you heard a lot of horrible things here too, but remember too, this guy's trying to sell a book, and he didn't exactly get like good vibes off the guy." Yeah. So yeah. you know, whatever. That's what I love about Joe Rogan. But but the the girls on there too. What's her name? I Megan. never heard that one. That one I did not see. That's oh, completely yeah. different. That was uh the girl from the crazy church, the God hates fags church, and the ones that. That's right. That's Megan, what I'm Megan thinking Phelps. of. Megan Phelps. Megan Phelps. Fred Phelps' daughter. Yes. That's what I was thinking of. Uh, West li- Bet Westboro, Westboro Baptist, Baptist Church. church. Yes. They're way worse than Scientologists. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, to a point. I mean, Scientology is like murdering people. I don't, I don't think uh, so. Just, just controlling. People are disappearing from there. 
the David Miscavige's wife has disappeared completely. Oh, okay. I'm not surprised by that. that pe- I watched that Glow and Clear documentary, I mean, but I can't remember. We all have alien souls compared, according to the Church What's of Scientology. The, yeah, they what came is out the of a volcano. Zenu? It's Zenu, know. you it's, said? It's really messed up. Yes. I mean, let's not get into the religion because you could say that about all religions. Yep. To a point, You know, yes. you could say that about Christianity. You could say all the same things that you say... Oh, Scientology is crazy. They believe there's, there's alien planets and our souls are aliens. And like, well, but Christians believe just as ridiculous things. It's just they're used to hearing it. The crazy part about that, the yep, girl from... I agree with you 100%, Chris. The girl from Westboro Baptist Church, she was talking about how, um, how they were like kept separate from each other for extended periods of time where they were just alone. And then as soon as they'd be let out of a room... They were told, like, you're taking this sign and you're going to go protest this thing. Yeah. And, like, they haven't seen anyone or talked to anyone in so long. They didn't know, like, what else to do. And they, she said, you literally, like, became a robot because you, it's like you were left alone in this room for so long. And then you'd come out and they'd force this stuff on you and say, you're traveling 300 miles. They're going to bury this soldier. And, you have to say that this is terrible, yeah. you know, like, and that's what they were doing. And she ended up getting out because she was on Twitter with her now husband. Yeah. And like arguing about it. Yes. And he was arguing with her. It's crazy that that is become wild. like up to such a claim, but like, it was a very like small group of people. It was basically just like one family. It is. It started it like, from it, one family. But it wasn't, it's like 20 people and it? it's not like thousands of people. Well, there's a lot more. A lot of people from outside started joining. But it joining. still was never big. And then, no. I mean, it's a lot bigger than it used to be, but it's still not a large thing. Um, but that's why I like Red State. Yeah, it's a great movie. That's another Kevin Smith movie. Have you ever seen Red State? I have not seen Red State. Don't Oof. spoil it. Don't spoil it. John, I went to the, that's, that's one of the John ones Goodman I have not seen. John Goodman is so good. I went to the everything. Chicago premiere. That's where I met Kevin Smith. Yeah. And he signed a poster for me. And get to shake his hand and stuff. That was the first Kevin Smith event that I went to live, I believe. That would have been like 2009. No, you went to something before that. Because you invited me to the Kevin. You had went to one prior to this because you had already went. No, I think I went to the podcast, uh, Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. I think that was after Red State. Oh, I guess I didn't know that. I thought you were were like an old veteran at seeing Kevin Smith by that point. I don't think so. Hmm. All right, so that's uh, Tom's cr- Tom Cruise is doing a movie in space. Tom that's, Cruise, that's Tom where Cruise. that all went to. I love Tom Cruise, man. Talk to me, Goose. You know, Talk even though, me. yeah, even the whole the whole Scientology thing and him jumping on Oprah's couch. Well, first I of still all, like that guy. First of all, every single person says that he's a wonderful human being. Yes. Yeah, just yes. because he's in Scientology and Scientology might do some crazy things doesn't, it doesn't mean, mean that mean the vast is. majority of people that are in Scientology are bad people or that they do crazy things. Right. No, so. you're exactly right. If you get something good out of it, if he gets something good out of it, which he obviously does, then good for him. Right. Yep. A lot, it, Scientology is kind of interesting because a lot of the principles that they preach, like in the early stages, from what I've heard from just basically listening to Joe Rogan, are a lot of like self-help principles. Oh, yeah. So, and they're, gen- they and they're general. They're generic. That's how they hook you. It's like good advice. A lot of the early stuff that you get involved in. That's sure. how people get hooked in, like you said. And you go in and you pay for these classes. 
that's that's what Scientology is. You go in and pay for these classes. You take this one self-help class, and you might get a lot out of it, and it might improve your life significantly. And then you take the next class, and the next class, and the next class, and that's the way you do it. You know, you and people get a lot out of it. And then eventually, when you've paid enough money, because it's all based on money, yeah, you start moving up, and they start like releasing you more information. And that's yes. when you start hearing about like the kind of crazy stuff. Now. Obviously, all that stuff is out now, but it wasn't. You got to think twenty years ago. You know, the Leah Remini's in there, and she's like, "This is great. Like, this is helping my life. I'm a more positive person." And then she gets to the next level, and she's well, like, "She was a fool." Wait, well, yeah, her, like her what parents were Scientologists. Yeah, her mom. Her, her mom. Yeah, and that's I, how she got in. I think it's just her mom, but somebody in her family does not speak to her because her, they're still in. Well, any Scientology. any religion where they actively encourage you to disconnect from your family or your friends because they leave that religion. Yeah. That's, that's big in Scientology. That's yeah. big in like Jehovah's Witness. That's a lot of... Yeah. There's it, other Christian or uh, churches that do that. That's not a good place to be. No. No, no that's bad. Yeah. That's not good. And that's what they do a lot of... I mean, Jehovah's Witness is like ultimate cult. Man, that, that shit is crazy. I don't know much about them. I just listened to this, uh, this stand-up comic... God damn, I can't remember his name. He was on Joe Rogan. It's one of his buddies. He grew up in the Jehovah's Witness Church. He was in it until his like twenties. Really? And uh, he got out. Now he's a stand-up co- comic. He's pretty famous. And you know, nobody in his life will have anything to do with him. And he just was. He talks about all the horrible, horrible things they did. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. They're not listening right now, though. So. No, they're no, not. No, I can guarantee you, they're not. not. Um, I have a little bit of news. Okay. All we, right. When we started this podcast, I don't know if you guys noticed, but something that happened for the first time and the last time in the history of the universe. Oh, my God. Happened. What happened? Okay. The, for the first time, time and the last time? The only time it will ever happen in the history of humankind. Donald Trump got elected president. Um, is that, it that something? happened when we started this podcast? When we started like this podcast, when we began this, oh, podcast. this podcast, there's a trick. This is a trick. Yeah. No. This is a trick. It's like a fair and square from the Bozo show. Um, I don't, I don't know. Uh, 20, 20, 20, 20, 20. That happened. Yeah. It was 20 hours, 20 minutes, 20 seconds on in 2020. Military time. I mean, that happens every day. Eight, 20 and 20 seconds. In military time in 2020. No, it does not. Yes, it does. 2020 happens every single day in the year 2020. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> One for Jerry. I just Whole, uh, hey, like, hey, it's that's 20, the first and the last time that's ever going to happen yeah, in this podcast, true. Jerry. That's right. True. Wait, I must be missing something. I saw you're thinking Facebook. about like 10, 10. Right. No, but there's no month that starts with 20. Yeah. So there's no 2020, 2020. Well, it is 2020, 2020, 2020. Right. When it becomes 8 p.m. I 8 fell for 20. one of those Facebook things. <laughs> yeah, that was like the person that said, it was, I'm like the CNN reporter right now that said, um, every person in America could get a million dollars by how much Michael Bloomberg spent on his campaign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand did you that. See that? So like, I did not see that. It was that. a huge thing on the news. The CNN reporter is like, I, just so everybody knows, Michael Bloomberg spent $320 million on his campaign. And he did. And that is enough money to give every single person in the United States 
a million dollars. Gotta move that decimal point over a couple places. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's fine. That's um, what I just did here. So that's sorry, fine. Sorry, but Chris. <laughs> it, it's not the first and last time that'll happen in the universe. It'll happen every day for the next few months. Wait a second. And then, yeah, next year it's just going to be 21, 21. Right. And like, no, was, no, it won't because it'd be 2021. This is 2020. Correct. So it's every day, though, that that will happen. It will happen every day this year. Right. At eight o'clock in the morning or at it, only in eight o'clock in the evening. But it can never happen again. Until Correct. It can't happen at 30, 30, 30, 30, 30. No, it can only happen at the year 2100. It, it did happen at 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. I remember that. Right. Yeah. Oh, 10, 10. So every day, though, you're witnessing something that'll happen again the next day. Speaking of But that, only this year. That reminds me of um, a thing I heard on Joe Rogan. It was... A guy, it was, no, it was on Smodcast. It was Scott Mosier. Mm-hmm. He keeps, he started t- keeping a journal every day, which it's, I think is amazing. Journaling is phenomenal. The best. But when he writes his journal, instead of writing, what's the date today? March 15th? 14th. Or May 15th? 14th. Okay, May 15th. Instead of writing May 15th, <laughs> 2020, he writes the day that he's been alive. So he writes like day 16,000. Oh. Well, that's pretty neat. He, he's like, it reminds him that... Every single day will is it'll oh. never happen again. Like you only get one day, sixteen. That's 000. pretty cool. That's you cool. get a bunch of May fifteenths because I I have my planner in my notebook that I I make my notes in every single day. Yeah, and, but uh, it's not a journal. Yeah, but you're not musing. It's about not my life. diary. It you could know? be. Yeah. It's not a diary. You're talking about work stuff. Well, it's that. I mean. I make notes for home stuff too. I mean, I, at the end of the day, I, I got running myself down all through my notes. What yeah, I yeah, but dude, what I'm saying is nobody cares that you need peanut butter. That's not on there. Nobody cares. Like we're low on TP. Make sure you stop by the Walmart's on your way home. It's not that kind of notes, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of mad. that's kind of mean. Yeah, man. Day sixteen. You know 000. what? I no, that I like cool. that. I like that idea. That's a really, it is good, really idea. good idea. It does make you think about how life is short and it can end at any time. Yeah. yeah, that's the truth. All right, my next little bit of news. So we love uh, a speak little set yourself. of movies. Don't, don't speak for me. Okay, well, you're going to say, oh, yeah, I do love that. Justice League Dark. Oh, I love that. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> the movie or? There's a new movie, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, that came out May 5th. Oh, I have not seen it. I have not seen it either. But do you know the significance of this movie? No. It is the last DC animated movie they're making what they've because they just but, announced a new superman animated movie it's the last dc animated about, movie universe that's in like that the, universe that's like the only thing dc gets fucking okay. right are they just changing their name i don't know well, i'm then, just saying that well, the, who did dc the report, go in with hbo that could be it maybe. so it's hbo max now but they were still being released as dc animated it was like DC Animation Studio. This is the last movie that they're making. Well, they're, they've announced a Superman animated movie that's coming out later this year. Did you guys see Superman I'm, Red Sun? Yeah. That's pretty I good. never that's saw good. it. I didn't that's see that. It's a, it's a good take. It's pretty good. I recommend it. As I the last my... film in the DC animated movie universe, Justice League Dark Apocalypse War I, more you know? than lived up to Wait, its stop, cataclysmic stop, stop, title. Stop. The last Justice League Dark movie, maybe. No, it says, as the last film in the DC animated movie universe. What's the next word? Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. As the last film 
as the last film in the DC animated movie universe. Justice League Dark, blah, 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 blah. Right. Apocalypse War more than lived up to its cataclysmic title. But that could either mean that it's the last movie in DC Universe well, or that just it's the last Justice League Dark so, movie in the DC Universe. So I've been researching this movie because I want to see it. And uh, there's, there's an ending scene where they it, say it has very big significance to here, the DC animated universe. Because here, okay, I don't know. It, is here's it, what it says. Is it on the DC app? It says, it is the sequel to the 2017 Justice League Dark. And the fifteenth and final film in the DC animated movie universe, because okay. all the Teen well, Titans that, are in it. That's it. That's solidified. Though. And the thirty-eighth film overall in the DC universe but animated just must be original movies. The name. I would assume so because I thought that it was pretty uh, a pretty significant thing that they are saying that they're ending well, that. Well, because this be is just, what they got to be just about like runs to do. I mean, yeah. Oh, I got, well, no, there's all kinds of stuff to do. He got eighty everything. years of history. Yeah, but they're gonna go back and redo it all. They're gonna reboot it. That's what they do. Maybe. I don't know. They've been, they haven't even done a Swamp Thing movie. And they should. There's a lot of stuff they, why they haven't done, dude. You are correct. I'm not arguing that point. But I, I do not understand why they don't put animated Swamp Things. Like, they did in Well, the, he was in, in Dark. Just, yeah, the, but which, why aren't they making standalone Swamp Thing movies? Let's just talk about Swamp Thing. I mean, make the most popular Swamp Thing. Right. You know why they are? No because they're stupid. That's they're why they're dumb. Not, human they are so not dumb. everybody likes Swamp Thing, guys. Everybody likes. Not everybody likes Superman. Not everybody likes Justice League. Not everybody likes Spider Man. It's the same with everything. But, but a lot of people, people do. And the new Swamp Thing show that was coming out on the DC app, people enjoyed. Yes, I mean, that it was, was good. getting huge ratings for that app when it came out until the last like four episodes. How do you, yeah. do you know that? They don't yeah. release their ratings, do they? They start they were talking about the ratings while it was out and they were saying that I it was phenomenal. I wonder what the Doom Patrol ratings were like. Mm. Oh, well, that leads I me into my about next Doom Patrol. I got like two episodes to finish watching yet. Oh, the last oh, two are gosh. the best. I, I know, I totally forgot about <laughs> watching it. Well, here leads me into my next little tidbit of news and they released uh the release date of Doom Patrol season 2. Yeah. So it's it's releasing the same. <laughs> I love that freaking show, man. It's a good show. It's one of my favorite shows of like ever. It's so great. As we know, HBO Max is taking over the DC yeah. app as well. To the max. You to are still max. going to be able to use the DC app. The DC app is still going to be functional, but all the titles apparently from the DC app are going to release on HBO Max at the same time that they release on the DC Here's app. Here's my only question. Do I get a credit for my $70 annual yeah. thing that I just paid? I don't know. Well, I, I would imagine that we're going to have to look into. They're going to go to one app. I mean, uh, they, yeah, yeah, they right? should. But well, DC is going to be a channel inside HBO Max, but yep. they're still going to maintain their app as well. Yes, they're maintaining their app as well, and they're releasing titles solely on that app. At, if at they times. go like Disney Plus has done, they're going to give us a credit. That's what Disney Plus did with Hulu. If you yes. already had Hulu, they just credited your account. Yes. Yeah, because they almost have to keep the DC app alive because of all, all the comic book stuff. The comics. On, right. Comics are on, comics I mean, on the HBO. I mean, I did the whole Batman run, I mean, which is freaking amazing. That app is amazing. I would just want to know how many people actually subscribe to it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Do you know. think there's 100,000? There's three of us right here. That's all that matters. Well, that's true. And if that goes by my, what I always say, Jerry, nobody's unique. And three's a company. If there's three of us here, come on, knock on my door. I'll, I'll be, be waiting, waiting for, for you. you. 
Well, keep going. I'm enjoying yours this. And yours and hers. No, it's, it's where the two. kisses are. Hers and hers and his. Three's company too. Menage a trois. <laughs> what a weird show. <laughs> so I weird. cannot believe they made why, a show. Why? I mean, that was, it was in the middle of Swinger 70. I, I, that's yes, what it is. Yeah. That dude I mean, was getting it. Jack, they never like Jack, outright Jack, said that Jack they Tripper? were. Yeah. Yeah. Check. And what was Don Knotts' name? Mr. Mr. Furley? Yes. Yes. Mr. Furley. This has been in multiple episodes, us singing that song and talking about this. a good show. Have you gone back and rewatched that show? No. It is hilarious. Does anybody go back and rewatch Three's Company? To be honest. That Susan Sarandas. What the hell's her name? Suzanne Uh, Summers. Suzanne Summers. Uh, Thighmaster. But the other one was the prettier one. Yeah. The dark the haired brunette? one. You think yeah. so? Really? Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. The bitchy really? one? Yeah. So you're a dark haired kind of guy? No, actually. I <laughs> uh-huh. like blonde hair. Oh, yeah. okay. That's good. Well, that's probably a really good thing. That's a good idea to yeah. say that. Why? Yep. Well, I mean, your, your wife, wife, you know, got blonde hair. She's had both. Sometimes her hair is dark brown. She ties it. No, it doesn't count yeah. though. Yeah. She's natural. I'm only naturally to change the subject really fast. No, I mean, I don't care. I just um, think it's weird. They made a show where they were all banging, but they never outright said they're banging. No, but, but in the no. theme song, they say where the kisses are hers, are hers and hers and, and his. It's it's a threesome. And Mr. Furley just wanted to get a piece of that. Three's Come company. on now, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so the release date for Doom Patrol season two is going to be June twenty fifth. Coming up, a little over fast. a month away. Yeah. Oh. June 25th? Yes. That's right around the corner. Do you not listen to me when I no, speak? No, I wasn't listening. He's making June notes. June 25th. It's right around I the corner. I was writing June 25th. He's filling out his journal. So far, I don't know what season two is going to be about whatsoever. They haven't, I, from what I've read, they haven't released anything about plots, story, anything. As long as they bring back Alan 2 Dick, I don't care. I'm sure. Or Alan in. 3 Dick, whatever. <laughs> Any of the dicks. <laughs> Gotta have at least three dicks. Any of his dicks. As long as they bring at least one of them back, we'll be all right. Hey, goddamn Brendan Fraser, bring him back. Gotta bring, you gotta oh, get well, Brendan Fraser back. What the fuck? What <laughs> yeah. the fuck? Every episode. Every episode. I never, it's um, such a good show. It really is. It's if very, you guys very haven't good. seen uh, uh, yeah. Doom Patrol, it's worth the like $65 annual subscription. Oh, just you. You get it for the whole year. There's a bunch of other good shit. One of them I'm going to talk about later. But it is totally worth it for that show alone. But then if you like watching any of like the Flash, Supergirl, any of those are on there. All a bunch of the DC animated movies are on there. Um, There's Titans, yeah, which I haven't really watched a lot of. But it was good what I did watch. I need to. I should have. I should have started watching Swamp Thing. Anyway, go ahead. Speaking of Swamp Thing, that leads me into another little tidbit of information that I got from Kirk Blaze. Mr. Blaze. Kirk um, Craig Blagojevich. Blazekovich. Blazekovich. Yeah. Right? The perfect pronunciation. Wow. So Saga of Swamp Thing. Okay. First off, Amazon has a little thing called Kindle. Kindle is where you can read books. Does that, do people still use that? They have Kindle. I didn't on, think it was still a thing. Oh, yeah. So you can get Kindle Cloud Reader, which is all online, and it's free. Oh, there's probably an free, app. And there's an app. Gotcha. And they have Kindle Unlimited. Yes. I, have, I used to have Kindle Unlimited. So, so it's got to be on some... Kindle Unlimited, they will put, it's just like Comixology Unlimited, yeah. where they put out certain titles, and you can get them for free and like basically rent them. Well, on Kindle Unlimited, 
they have put all of the Saga of Swamp Thing on there. Oh. Okay. So you can get all of Saga of Swamp Thing and read it for free because this leads into a little bit more news. Amazon has released Kindle Unlimited free for at least two months. You can get a free trial. It used to be a 10-day free trial. Now it's for two months. You can get it for free and read whatever you want. They're also doing that for Amazon Music, but it's for three months. You can get Amazon Music. Oh, yeah. I knew that because they keep sending me freaking emails about it. Free for three months. I got it today. It seems really great. I was looking up music, listening to music. I already got YouTube music. I'm good. But you pay for that. Yeah, you can you can get this for free. Yeah, until August. Until you. Uh, I think we have Amazon Music because it's on our uh, Alexa. First Alexa's. of all, Amazon Music's already free if you're a Prime member. Correct. No, it isn't. I have uh, Amazon Prime, and it's not free for me. It's Amazon Video, Amazon Music. It's it, it's a whole Prime package. Maybe there's a upgraded Amazon Music, like there's yeah. different levels to it. Because I've definitely used Amazon Music for free. Yeah, but you don't get everything. You must not get everything. Yeah, you, you don't because, yeah. I, I mean, I have a little Echo Dot thing. So Amazon yeah. Music, the paid version is probably like YouTube Music or Spotify. Yes. Where you can pick any song you want. Exactly. Yeah. The free Amazon Music yeah. is pretty limited. Yeah, and they get, have commercials. And there's commercials. It's just like Pandora like yes. or anything like yeah. that. They have commercials. This, Fuck that. This Amazon Music is completely free. There's no commercials. You get everything in their catalog. So that means I can rock out to JoJo any day, every day. JoJo. Yeah. What I, is this JoJo you were speaking of? I was listening to some JoJo on the way here. It's not. I was listening to Bad Boy on the way here. She was a one-hit wonder. So it's not Casey and JoJo. No, it was a one-hit wonder, teeny bopper. It's like not two thousand and five. So JoJo Siwa is and, different. Yeah, it's not that person. God. I don't, there's so many JoJo's. It's just Jerry. JoJo. JoJo. She what has one name yeah. because she only needs one name because she but was the songbird of our generation, Jerry. <laughs> she true. had a song that said, Get up right now. It's the end of you and me. Mm, Too you, late. Mm. I'm sorry awesome. for yeah. you to be gone. And Sing. then you say, Bye. That song's horrible. That's horrible. Mm. It's, horrible. Mm. it's a great song. That's dog shit. Complete dog about shit. Her. Jerry, you just repeat it what he just, says. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm, I'm like and the you guy were just that. Just a waste of time. Oh, just a waste of time. <laughs> JoJo, guys, if you haven't, I uh, don't check out that. Amazon Music and check out some JoJo. Yeah, so you get it for free, and then as soon as they start, as soon as that like comes up, you can cancel it because then they're going to charge you nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, right. For which is what I pay for YouTube Music. Right. So I'm wasting. Like thirty dollars. I'm yeah. cheap. Because how much it. music do you listen to? Uh, well, not a lot, but we listen to it on our Google Home devices all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's synced up with that. Plus, I get no ads on my YouTube videos. I hate ads. Me too. I need to do something. Get YouTube Music. It's amazing. Oh, it's YouTube Red. I I don't it's care awesome. if I have a commercial. It doesn't bother me. Well, you just really? said you needed to do something. Well, I don't have anything but Pandora. That Pandora is so bad. Yeah, it's no, not it's terrible. Garbage. You have no control over what you're listening to. Correct. That's what I hate about right, it. Right. You don't. When you have, unless you pay for when it. When you have YouTube yeah. or Spotify, you're like, what do I want to listen to right now? I want to listen to Bruce well, Springsteen. Right. And it but, will, has every Bruce Springsteen song yeah, well, ever made. If you pay well, for it. And I'm still it. only going to listen to Hollywood Nights. If you pay for it. And that's it's not it. even Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> no, it's not. Bob Seger. <laughs> that's a great song. Bob Seger is way better than Bruce Springsteen. I know. Oh. No, yes. he's not right. really. But Bob Seger's the best. He, talk about a so songbird of his generation. This, there was a Simpsons joke about the Bob, Bob Seger uh, box set. 
and it turns out it was just one CD. You, do, you remember that? No. Marge was like this huge Bob Seger fan, and, and so Homer, I. Homer, so I, and uh, Homer gets her the box set, and it's like it's one CD. <laughs> no, he's got so many songs. Yeah, but he has I, that if, really famous, that greatest. If I could see that greatest see that that is. If I could see one guy in concert, it would be Bob my parents Seger. saw him a couple years ago. They went and saw him. Really? And my parents are like, "Who's this Bob Seger?" Oh my god! So they went with like Melons, I think, who are big fans. Yeah, and they're like, my dad's like, well, I don't even know who Bob Seger is. I'm like naming off all of his songs. He's like, "Nope, I didn't listen to music. All he listened <laughs> to is Melanie. That's it. Melanie is the only music he ever listened to. So what's your favorite? Melanie. Bobby? Yeah, Chris, she, what's your favorite? She has a. I've got the brand new pair of roller skates. I got the brand new key. Yeah. Yes, I know that. That's it. The that's the only song. That. Melanie Records. Okay. Well, that's terrible. So what's your favorite Bob Seger song? Um, uh, Mine's Ramblin' Gamblin' Man or uh, Turn the Page. Turn the Page is mine. Turn the Page is good. If um, you haven't heard Ramblin' Gamblin' Man, you oh, need to. Ramblin' Gamblin' Man. Nope. Nope. Nothing Night on Moves that. is mine. I, that's Night my moves. second. Night Moves. You know, night moves, <laughs> it's we're so good. That, that used to be my favorite song. Night moves. That's the that's, that's <laughs> yeah, part of it. Uh, I know Metallica's cover of "Turn the Page" is phenomenal. Yeah. It is really good. Turn the Page is good, but "Night Moves" is my favorite. Hollywood Nights too is really. I'm really. No, you guys need to listen to Ramblin' Gamblin' Man. It's a good song. It's phenomenal. Jerry, it's only. It's only like two minutes. Gamblin' Man. I know it. Sing it. I, mean, I know all of it, Jerry. Sing it. I was rambling and rambling. <laughs> no, it's like you've got to ramble. Yeah, we actually listened to it here in the podcast. Oh, you got to gamble, gamble yeah. man. Yeah, like That's one how of it our goes. early episodes, we listened to to it. Did here we in the podcast illegally? Not over the air, like oh, afterwards, good. because you're like. We've talked about Bob Seger before many yeah. times, <laughs> yeah, and afterwards, have. like, have you ever ran the gambling man? I'm like, I don't think so. Does it was it on the Kinsman jukebox? You're like, no. I'm like, that I haven't heard it. Okay, because <laughs> that's like ninety percent of the only music I ever heard was what's on the Kinsman jukebox. No, <laughs> like prior so to Touch Tunes, I miss like when Kinsman. they had the old CD machine. Touch yeah. Tunes was a good invention. Yeah. So, it, except it, it's so expensive. It made so many. You don't know how many mad. nights I've, pu- I've pumped forty dollars in things. As have uh, I. I just I, been like, skip their song. Yep. Skip their song. Yep. Skip their song. Yeah. It's gonna be five dollars to skip the next song. Yep. Skip it. <laughs> skip it. <laughs> Screw yep. you. I want to hear Ramblin' Gamblin' Man. Fifty dollars uh, later. One time, me and a couple of my friends uh, went to like a bar up in the suburbs, mm-hmm. and it was a rap night. Mm. It was a not a good scene for us to be in. Nope. We were quite intoxicated when we showed up to this bar, and it was quite rappy in yeah. there, yeah. Yep. rap esque. Yep. And so we put like a hundred dollars into the touch tunes and played it next George Strait songs for like the next <laughs> oh hour, gosh. and then left. And you just left it that way. Yeah. Smart. They could have paid five dollars to skip your songs. No, it, I don't think that's it how can. it works. It, it depends. It, you you can't depend. skip people's songs that played it next. I thought you could. I, I think, don't think it, so. I, I thought think there's you, a, you, you can skip any song. It just depends how much money you want to pay. It used to be remember. that way, but they made. I got rid of that though. Yeah. So we need. So we need to phone a friend. We need Andy Filman in here because he, he he knows how to do that. Oh uh, yeah, he's a damn expert on touch tunes. I've seen him do it. He's got the remote Boop. control though. He does on his phone. He keeps yeah. it. Well, no, I, I have it on my phone too. I'm just saying he works at a bar, so he's uh, probably got the remote control oh, for the machine. Yeah. Because uh, remember, in Kinsman, sometimes we'd skip people's songs and then. Somebody would backstab us by grabbing the remote control from behind the bar and unskip that. Oh, That's bitches, bad. Bitches. That sounds I bad. I miss Kinsman. I was just in Kinsman the other day. You were? In the bar. 
Just hanging out, just in an empty bar with nobody around. Nothing in it. No, I was. uh, Oh boy. No, that's not what happened, folks. Nobody get the wrong impression. There's probably people listening that are involved in this bar. No, that's not what happened. I went there as a prospective buyer. Oh. oh. To look at it and evaluate whether or not I was interested in purchasing it. You should be. We're in negotiations. Not really. It's not happening. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so let's see. I covered Swamp Thing. I covered Kindle. I covered Amazon, the release date for that. And then there is also, do you know this guy named, he's somewhat known, uh, Sylvester Stallone. Sly? It's red. Yeah. It's brisk, baby. <laughs> that was a terrible impression. Yeah, I wasn't. You're, I heard you know. <laughs> your Sylvester Stallone's <laughs> way worse than your Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. Get out of you. God, it's so good. I listened to the podcast. Awesome. Um, you didn't listen to the podcast. We've, I did. We've established that. that you to it last week's. Oh, did I do it last week? Yeah. No, you did it. Yeah, yeah 80s movies. Yeah. That's right. Adrian, where's your brother? That's what he sounds like. Well, I mean, that's <laughs> not <laughs> right. I know. No. Anyway, Sylvester Stallone was uh, recorded saying that Demolition Man number two is in the works. Is uh, Wesley Snipes. Yes. Yes. Nice. Wait a minute. uh, He's attached. But all they're doing is writing it. Warner Brothers hasn't put out anything. Isn't Wesley Snipes in jail? No, he's out now. Tax evasion? He got out. Here's the deal. Okay. That is a super underrated movie. It is phenomenal. That movie is great. Love that movie. Great movie. movie. Awesome. If if it's anything like the first one, I am all in for Demolition Man 2. I don't care how old Sylvester Stallone is. Interesting story. So... Wesley Snipes can't be in it because he's dead. No, Wesley he's not. Wesley Snipes is definitely he is completely not alive. Dead. So he is thriving. No, 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 no. His character is dead from uh, the movie. But if, now, if you got Sandra Bullock, no, but it's all cryogenically it. frozen people. Yeah, but he's they'll dead. bring him back. He fucking dies. They freeze him. I'm sure. It's not a comic book. <laughs> yes, I mean, it it's kind of the I mean, same thing. Is it a comic book? That's not right. You can't do that, dude. I, apparently, I can't. This table is so awesome. It has like this great harmonics. It does. Yeah. Anyway, so well, Demolition Man 2. It, it. Apparently, they're just writing it right now. Warner Brothers hasn't put out a statement saying that this is, in fact, going to happen. But Sylvester Stallone says it's going to happen, and I believe him. And he, I, if, Yeah, he's made rock. He's like he's been He's been on a roll with He just really made a Rambo movies. movie. Movies rock. Creed? All of the Creed movies? Creed, he had, Creed 2 was yeah. good. Creed did he write them? Really good. He, no, he, he did not write them. Oh, I thought he did. Just the original. I Rocky. wish he would have. I don't think he wrote it. He might have wrote Rocky Balboa, which was also really good. It yeah. was very good. That came out before, it makes right before hurting, Creed. Hurting bombs. Has anybody seen the newest Rambo movie? No. I have not. Don't spoil it. I, no, we haven't I haven't seen it. No, I haven't either, and I I think we need to. I think we collectively need when to watch he make Rambo. Judge Dredd too. They did make another Judge yeah. Dredd, but without him. Yeah, Carl. Uh, it's because he doesn't own that character. Carl Pilkington. No, who? No, not Carl Pilkington. No, no. I know. I'm making stuff up. Talk What's about like the biggest comic book in Great Britain. Coral. That's the biggest comic book in Great Britain. Judge Dredd. It's no, a British it is? comic book. Yeah. It's not Doctor Who. Well, I don't know, but like Judge Dredd is a British comic book, and it's just hugely popular over there. It's just never been huge in the U.S., but hmm. yeah. All right. It was a great movie in the 90s. new one that came out was, I, I enjoyed it. Heard it was good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. You never saw the original Judge Dredd? No, the new one. Oh, yeah. No, it was not good, apparently, yeah, you, the newest Judge Dredd. Well... Was like... You would like it if, you, if you've seen it, I mean, because it's, it's a comic book movie. It's, it's not... 
for the mainstream guys. I think it got rated a lot like by what is that? What the first one was. Like it was judged by Dread. Yeah. Yes, by Dread. If I'll All right. My count. last little tidbit of news here. And I have one more. Is about uh, Mandalorian season two. Oh boy. And let's man- have this conversation. I know what it is, buddy. Do you? Let me go first. Okay. Let him go. All right. Please. I got some news before we get into that. All right. Because we talked about some of this last night. Yeah, we did. Me and dude talked about Star Wars for like two hours last night. Nice. <laughs> um, why well, weren't we podcasting well, well, that? Well, because I hadn't seen you. I haven't seen you for three months. I know. So. It's crazy. Um, but before we get into that, Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yes. Nicholas Cage is back in the news. He is. What's we he all doing know now? Why. He is going to be starring in a live action series about Joe Exotic. Yes. Oh, I mean, you talked about the after Tiger King. I posted that on our I social media. got addicted to Tiger King. So I think everybody did. We're down there, and, and the head engineer is like, hey, you, have you seen this Tiger King show? I'm like, no. He goes, you need to watch it. I'm like, yeah, whatever. So I went and watched the first episode, second episode. I'm like, I, I got to go to bed. And it's like fourth, third episode. I'm like, God, I'm like, I, I'm like, I got to go to bed. I'm like, I just shut it off. I'm like, I was addicted. I, I don't get addicted to shows very often, but my God, you can't make that shit up. No. So that bitch, Carol Baskins. Baskin Bees. It's in, not necessarily a good no. show. No. It's just the story is just, just so ridiculous. Insane. I actually thought like it starts to drag a bit towards the middle of the toward the end. Well, well, I remember watching the uh, last week tonight. I remember watching it, and he had Joe Exotic. I, I remember that too when he and, was running for president. And I'm like, that was like a couple years ago. Yeah, I was like, oh my it was god, in 2016. I'm like, I'll vote for that guy. You know? Yeah, I don't remember that. Well, was all. it 2000? I was, was way that too show young. On 2016. Yeah, yeah, it was on. Yeah. Uh, last week tonight. Okay, I yeah. remember watching that on John Oliver in 2016. Yeah. Yes, hmm. I never saw it, but I I, I cannot help like I love Nicholas Cage show. By the way, John Oliver's show. I love it. I um, do not agree with his politics at all. I okay. find him uh, yep. annoyingly liberal. However, it's super funny. He, he is, is so funny. <laughs> if you can look at it and 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 if you just can just let that, go of the politics and yep. just enjoy humor, yeah, it's yeah. great. When he started his own church. Just to piss people off, that was. I, he, have you been keeping up with it lately? I have not watched. He went on this like major hunt for this. He had this random story where he found this random video of an auction that was selling a piece of rat erotica. <laughs> it was a painting of two rats having sex, like as people like in beds. Sure, and it was like a joke. And then he went on this national campaign to like hunt down and buy this painting. <laughs> And for he real. was offering like, like ten thousand dollars or something, and so this went on for like episodes and episodes, and eventually he got it. Like he found it, the actual painting. Yes, wow, wow, it's it's a great. Choice. I remember his uh, campaign about how Bud Light it tastes was like fun. piss. <laughs> Bud Light lime tastes like piss. That was his campaign. That was his campaign, and I would it tastes like piss. And he had I forgot what it was, but he he did something. You know, I never drank one online. I've never, never had one. Oh, I've never like not enjoyed it. To be yeah. honest, I like Bud Light Lime. I do one. too. What were we talking about? Tiger King. Nick Tiger Cage. King. Yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah. So I I had posted an article about him um, getting that role or agreeing to that role on our social media, and I think it is probably everybody was saying that uh, David Spade needed to be no. See, Joe I, Exotic. I, I thought but, um, 
who's the guy? The guy from Eastbound and Down would be perfect. Oh, oh yeah. What's Danny uh, McBride? Danny McBride. Danny, Danny McBride would be great. I mean, he he's played that character already. Kind of, but Nicolas Cage is so out there and so weird. I think and that's he has the had guy. a mullet twice: Raising yeah. Arizona and Con yeah. Air. Yes. Yeah, oh, Con Air. But but Danny McBride could movie. do it. Danny McBride would be great because he'd bring the humor. Kenny fucking Powers. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know why we need a live action fictionalized Joe I mean, Exotic show for the money, baby. I guess they're gonna cash in. They are gonna, gonna cash be. in yeah. big time. Oh, yeah. Nick Cage has never done television before ever. He hasn't? Never. Not once. That's because he's broke. So it's not going to be a movie. It's going to be a television It's show. a series oh, on Netflix. okay. I thought it was going to be a movie. No. It's a series. That's awesome. I can't wait to watch it. There's something... I'm, I can't wait to There's something like wrong with Nick Cage, don't you think? Oh, there definitely is. Oh, yeah. Like... He's got like um, some kind of weird like social anxiety disorder. Well, he also went into tax evasion too. Yeah, same. but he's fine now. Well, that's that was a long time ago. That, that's why he had to do like you saw a Nicolas Cage movie after Nicolas Cage movie after Nicolas Cage movie. I tell you what, just Con well, Air ripping him out. He had all these freaking mansions. The reason why he mm-hmm. lost his ass is because he he invested like all of his money in real estate, and then when the real estate market crashed, yeah, he was underwater in like these thirty million dollar mansions in like Bel Air that Oof. he had. Not only that, but he Oof. has probably one of the most valuable comic book collections of all time. He's got huge collections, like, like art collections. Really? He's got action comics. Uh, he's got really? the first Superman. He's got a couple copies of those. He is a huge comic book nerd. I never really big time. I you didn't know that? No, I didn't. Nick know Cage that at is all. like the great biggest comic book nerd in the world. He named himself. His last name isn't Cage. He named himself after Luke Cage. Really? Yeah. Wow. He's a Coppola. You know. He's yes, related he is. to Francis You're right. Ford Coppola. You're right. Yeah. It's like his it's like a nephew. He's like a nephew. He's like a nephew of Francis Ford never, Coppola. He's related that. to Sophia Coppola and all that. Like Jason Schwartzman. They're all related. No shit. You know so much about him. I'm I, like I do know a lot about him. Uh, and why? he's got action comics. I mean, so multiple cool. people probably have yeah, been action. For sure, comics. but they're worth millions and millions of dollars. And he's got I think he's got Amazing Fantasy, the first Spider Man. Ooh. Wow. He's Ooh. got a huge comic book collection. He's he was uh, supposed to play Superman. Yes. Yes. In yes. Superman Returns. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which would not have been good. No. But I then don't he think did he get could... a chance to play a superhero. He was in. Uh, he was in Kick, Kick Ass. Ass. Yeah. He he should have been in At, Watchmen. He should have been Night Owl in Watchmen. I agree. I think so. That would have been great. As well as you got Chris. Oh, that's it. I just Nick Cage and Tiger King. I think it's. I think it's great. Um, I just it makes me think of Raising Arizona, which is one of the best movies ever oh, made. Yeah, I forgot about that it's movie. So good. Um, I know I say it, Boy, I haven't seen that made in a long time, but that's a really good movie. I yeah. haven't seen that in a long time. I go, I go, I have to watch that. It's a great, I haven't seen it in years. Coen Brothers. Me and Krista watched Varsity Blues the other night. Oh, that's such a bad movie. It's horrible. You don't like it? Horrible. I don't want your, your life. life. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably been on this podcast 40 <laughs> times. It's, it's, okay, tell me, don't tell me it was good. So I played football from, from, if from, anything that you're going to say following the statement of I played football, so from, from that aspect, <laughs> when you're almost 40 years old, is going to be no, bad. no, 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 no. I was reliving, you know, partying and doing all that. Yeah. I mean, not stealing going to cop strip clubs cart. where your teacher was the stripper, no, or, none of that, but no, just having fun reliving that. So the football aspect was fun, but when, it, when James Vanderbeek was just so fucking bad in it, he's such a good actor. I love his website where he just does the facial expressions. He's hilarious. There's a website? Yeah, it's like James James Vander memes. And it's just different facial expressions that he does. And it's hilarious. He's 
super funny. Yeah. And actually, he is a pretty good actor. I don't know about in Varsity Blues, but he was in the show uh, Don't Trust the Bee in Apartment 23. With, yeah, uh, which he played himself, I thought. He might have, yeah. I think, he, I think he played himself. He was good in that. And he was in that movie Rules of Attraction. He was good in that. The same, uh, what's that girl's name? Uh, yeah, um, that one. Alias. Yes. Jennifer. No. Nope. Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones, but what's her name her in real, real life? Name. It's uh, Christina Ricci. <laughs> uh, no. Ritter is her last name. Kristen Ritter. Kristen Ritter. Not yes. related to John Ritter. She's not? I don't, I don't think so. Mm. Oh, she's a good actress. She is a great actress. Yeah, she's very good. Uh, James Vander Vanderbeek, not a good actress. No, he's not. <laughs> I think he's a good. He's hilarious. He's hilarious, but man, that movie was. I mean, but as an actress, end, like he was pretty good in Dawson's Creek. I loved Dawson's Creek. Casey, really? <laughs> that was Pacey was. I know the Josh other guy, Johnson, Josh Johnson. No, no. yeah, I think it was Josh Johnson. Josh no, wasn't no, Joshua Joshua Jackson. Joshua, Joshua Jackson. Jackson. Yes, Boom. and that guy was awesome in Fringe. He was very good. Oh in Fringe. my god, that's a very good show. I wish as well. that show never got canceled. That was an awesome. That TV was an incredible show. show. It was weird. It was like X Files, but better. Not better, but different. on par because it wasn't like a procedural. Right. Talk about Star Wars. Oh shit! I was going to talk about Mandalorian. Yes, yes. Mandalorian season two. There's so, big news on that. Big well, news on Mandalorian season two is that they have released that Boba Fett. Uh-huh. Will 100% be in this season. And the same guy, Tamura Morrison, yep. who played Jango Fett in the earlier Star Wars movies, is going to be playing Boba Fett, which obviously makes sense. A lot of people have argued that maybe the little kid should be playing Boba Fett um, in this show because but he was a clone. Yeah. Exactly. An unaltered clone. Yeah. So he should look identical. But he should look identical. Yes. You just made, you just. You know, finalize that argument as to why they're wrong. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's playing Boba Fett, and they've said like most likely his helmet will be off because you know who it's going to be. Plus, he's I'm not really a Mandalorian. Very Correct. intrigued. Well, but either is a Mandalorian. So we found out Correct. that it's a creed, not a uh, a creed that developed after Boba the, Fett, though. It, it developed that creed after the fall of Mandalorian. Yes. All right. So Boba Fett was around prior to the fall of Mandalorian. Correct. Just to be clear. Yes. So are you going to tell him about the other, well, the other couple people? Well, I'm waiting for him to be done. Okay. That's all. Okay. I'm waiting for the, like, the part-time Star Wars fans to go for okay. Terry to go to bed now. What so a, we, can, we can talk about real Star Wars stuff. Which they've announced what? bigger things going on in season two of, um, season two of Mandalorian. Things but, that you don't even understand. Yeah. So you can go away. How do you know? Go take a pee. Go ahead. Explain. Go hey. take a tinkle. Can you just continue to talk? They have or? announced also. Uh, this is so cool. Sabine Wren is going to be in season two of The Mandalore. Do you know who Sabine Wren is? I do. I didn't know that they ever released that, though. Yep. Yeah. I haven't seen any of that. Sabine Wren and Captain uh, Rex is going to be in season two, played by the same actor as Boba Fett because they're the clones. clones as well. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. didn't know any of that. Oh, it gets better. Yeah, well, I don't know. That's it. I mean, well, Ahsoka Tano. Well, we oh, already yeah, we, we already that. talked about Ahsoka. Okay. So, but they honestly haven't actually released like officially that she's going to play. Uh, what's her name? Um, Rosario Dawson. They haven't officially released that she's playing that. Like it's been talks, but it has I, not been officially I released. Thought that was official. No, it's definitely been released yeah. officially. No, it has not. Check Look it up. It. 
Okay. Well, well you, anyway. You got if, a computer in front so of you for, there. Look at for it. Our, our real Star Wars fans I, I know in, in, in the audience dude. right now, if you know and have seen the end of Star Wars Rebels, you know why it's a big deal yep. that Ahsoka and Sabine would be starring together in Mandalorian Season 2 because you know directly what they're going to be doing. They're looking for Ezra and Bridger. Well, I mean, actually, you should have said spoilers, dude. Uh, spoilers. Um, but... The big the big thing that came out of that, and this I don't know if it's been officially released, but it's basically been released because Dave Filoni more or less said it. Yeah, um, that is going to be, and that's only going to be like one episode that they're in, and there that is going to be leading into a new Star Wars spinoff that is going to be a live action sequel to Star Wars Rebels, which is what me and you theorized about that's, last night. That's yeah. our theory, and it's been discussed, and I and more or less said by Dave Filoni. So I'm pretty sure that's what's happening. Well, because he also said that Rebels is done. He said Rebels is done, but that doesn't stop me from making a sequel. And then right after that, he released, or they released that Sabine Wren and Rex are going to be in one episode of season two of The Mandalorian. Makes perfect sense. Only one episode? Yeah, and Ahsoka's not in a bunch of them either. Yeah. No, she's not through the whole season. So it makes perfect sense that that would be setting off the spinoff that would be the sequel to Star Wars Rebels. And those universes are all coinciding. Which is what, which is, you're taking something right out of Marvel's playbook. I mean, tying everything together years down the road. Dave Filoni is the greatest uh, genius in Star Wars history. Next to George oh, Lucas. Next to George Lucas creating the right. the series. But other so, than that. I went yeah. back and watched the last couple minutes. Well, we're done uh, with the news, right? Because yeah, yeah. yes. this is going to be in my what we're watching anyway. So yeah, it's obviously cause, in the so. Yeah, I got a bunch of stuff that I need to cover on what, what I've been watching because I've been gone for three months. But you're talking about the Star Wars uh, Mandalorian documentary on Disney+. Plus. There's been two episodes out. Maybe two a third now. I don't know. Uh, but. Yeah, yeah, but... We can come back to it unless you want to cover it. Go, go. No, go for it. Talk about it. So if you didn't watch the last one, me and Chris talked about it last night, so I went back and watched it this morning. And in the last 20 minutes, half the It's like the last 10 minutes. Yeah, he he, so Dave Filoni talks about how Qui-Gon Jinn is the most important Jedi of all. And you blew my mind last night when you brought it up, so I had to go back and watch it. And so Dave Filoni says that George George Lucas had Qui-Gon Jinn as Anakin Skywalker's father figure. He gets killed, and... Obi-Wan Kenobi is more of his brother, not his father role. And that, mm-hmm. that, that starts Anakin down the trail of the dark side. Yeah. And that, it blew my fucking mind because I am a huge Star Wars fan. I mean, I have my lights, my custom-made lightsaber over there that the wife got me for Christmas to show you guys. And uh, I mean, that blew my mind. I mean, I never even thought about it. You don't think about it. And then you realize the fact once after you learn that, that you're like, oh, my God, all these movies were built on this premise. Yeah. All the way to the end. Yeah. And you're like, this is crazy. Because he had no father. Yeah, it it, it just totally blew my mind. And then dude blew my mind when he told me that Rex is in Return of the Jedi, the movie. Is in Return of the Jedi. As in, yeah, he's in it. In the Battle of Endor. There's an old man with a white beard when they're storming the bunker. And that is Captain Rex. Now, I'm sure they didn't know it at the time. time. No. But Dave Filoni, when he made the Clone Wars, or when he based made Rebels, it, when, based you it have, off of when that in character. Rebels, you see old Rex and he's got a big bushy beard. Yeah. And he retconned that as Captain Rex. Wow. So I need to, I have not gone back to Return of the Jedi to find the credits to see who that character is and what he's supposed to be. Is, is it just Rebel Soldier 1? Yeah. It, yeah. It there's no be. name to it. Okay. But in Star Wars Legends, they gave him a name and it was like Nat something else. Yeah. It wasn't Rex. 
But Dave Filoni retconned that, but yeah. it's still genius that he, yeah. they did I mean, it. That he ties there. it all together. Because he, he specifically designed his character around that character because he knew that's what he was going to well, do. Well, yeah, it's it's so cool. And and Dave Filoni, if everybody doesn't know this right now, uh, creator of Mandalorian, Star Wars Rebels, Clone Wars, um, and also involved in the new movies, even though I don't know how involved he was, but he was legitimately... George Lucas's hand-picked right-hand man. He was on SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. I mean, that blew my mind. Watch the first episode of, of the uh, Disney Galleries Mandalorian. Yeah, he, he was name? like working at Nickelodeon yeah. or something like that, working on a children's show. And he went in, he met with George Lucas, and basically that's the point where George Lucas basically hand-picked him. And then he became his like right-hand man. That's incredible. And like George Lucas was incredibly involved in the development of Clone Wars animated series. Yes. And the movie. Um, and that's where they started working together. And even today, even though George Lucas doesn't own it anymore, he still, he still consults involved. with George yeah. um, on storylines going forward. So hmm. I think Dave Filoni and John Favreau um, should helm Star Wars from now on, and they need to. I really think. They're I mean, I don't. I don't see why they wouldn't. I mean, they're doing it already. Yeah, not in the movie universe, though. No, but I mean, the movie universe now is going to be in different directions. I think. Well, I've heard. I've heard several different things that Anakin. They're going to do a prequel to the uh, last three movies that where Anakin is supposed to be directly after Return of the Jedi, and they're bringing back Luke Hamill and. Mark Hamill. And Mark Hamill and uh, Anakin Skywalker comes back from the dead. There's supposed to be a bunch of different rooms. Animated? I haven't. No, like live action. There's a I bunch haven't of heard shit. any of that. They're going to de-age they, Mark sp- Hamill? Yeah, there's a bunch of shit going around about it. I know Taika Waititi is, is going to be yeah. uh, doing See, a... How have they not made a standalone Darth Vader movie or series of movies or why they television wouldn't. show? Why would you not do that? There's you so can put much anybody story. you want underneath that suit. And there exactly. is comic books and novels and video games. There is a whole. There is so much story I, of Darth I have Vader. all the comic books on right here. I read them all. Yeah. And, and, and people and don't realize he. You is see, not such a, a very good person. He's, he's nobody he's very make very it, bad. But some of those like Vader down and some of those things. Yeah. Comics they, make him a sympathetic villain. Yes, absolutely. Oh, do. Yeah, Vader they, down they, does yeah. big time. Oh, and sympathetic they, they villains do. play very well. As at the helms of their own series, absolutely. Well, I mean, look what he did in just of uh, Rogue uh, Rogue One. I mean, he's on screen for a lightsaber for what ten minutes? No, it's, that's it's all of. That. I mean, Darth Vader's whole movie run is such a small snippet of what, what 15, Darth Vader has actually done. What in is his their lifetime. for Darth Vader's screen time? Fifteen minutes total? Very very little. I mean, I mean, it's probably more little. than 15 minutes, but it's not much more. Not much. It's I, really I would, not. I would and pay big money to see a standalone. There is an incredible sure. story there that I mean, they I, haven't touched on. It doesn't need to be a movie. It'd be a perfect TV, TV show. TV show. Oh, my God. Um, if they do it like The Mandalorian. In fact, I don't even need... Like, here's what you need to do. Build the Star Wars universe on Disney+, Plus, like The Mandalorian, in these shows, and then, based off of that, make movies. So, you have Mandalorian Season 1, Mandalorian Season 2. You got your Star Wars Rebels spinoff. Mm-hmm. Put that in there. Do a couple seasons of that. Start a Darth Vader one. Keep working on that. Yeah. And then, bam, movie. Yes. That I agree ties it all together. A trilogy of movies. I mean... So it's like the opposite the approach co- of what Marvel did, where Marvel made, built it all in the movie theater, yeah. built it all on streaming, and then when you push those movies out, well, they're going to blow the fucking world yeah. apart. Well, so You're absolutely right. I think Disney has a different platform now. I mean, they have Disney+, Plus, where before it was... 
Right, they didn't have anything. They didn't like have that. any of this. They had to deal with Netflix, and they had to well, give half their royalties so away. So I, I was reading an article about how there's talking about a Daredevil season four coming back, but at the end, but that that actor I thought said they couldn't. The, so Netflix can. Netflix can't. I, I so they has to be canceled for two years for Disney Plus to be able to pick it back up. Okay, that's 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 so there's right. rumored that, right. that there's going to be a Daredevil series, but that actor well, said, Daredevil has been canceled for at least two years now. Yeah, yeah. So the actor said I don't know anything about it. They're talking about him being in the new Star the uh, Spider Man movie. Yes. That that actor cannot play that character for two years after cancellation. So there, there's but it's one, already been two years. This was an article I read at six months. When I was in Texas, so. Well, but they've they've confirmed that the Daredevil so, rumor was. But not anyway, true. not true. Where yeah. I was going is if Marvel would have had their own channel like Disney has brought them into, I think we would have seen a whole different Marvel Cinematic Universe. I agree. The, the difference is Marvel doesn't have the ability alone. Mm-hmm. Didn't they? Might now, but they didn't, and they probably still don't now. They don't have the ability to go out there and start a streaming service. That within when did it come out? November. Mm-hmm. They're over fifty million subscribers. Yeah, already. That was their five-year goal. Was fifty million? Oh yeah, really? And now they're at fifty million. Now the lockdown helped absolutely, and they gave away a lot of year-long subscriptions. Yes, they did. Um, but they're at fifty million now, and that number is not going to stop growing. No, and I don't really feel like Netflix they're going to Because Netflix is over a anything. billion. Netflix yeah. has over a billion subscribers. And they still got a lot of good content. So at, at 50 million, they have a long way to go, and I think they're moving yeah. really quickly. Because here's, what's, here's what Disney Plus has to do, though. They have to start releasing more shit like The Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah they have they to start have making nothing con- else. They I have think, to start making content well, like that because the content that they have right now, they cannot last on. So no. everybody loves Disney movies. Everybody loves the... The old content, but that doesn't gain you doesn't get more you and new more subscribers. Yeah, more and more People new subscribers. Need, when it they start happen. getting these Marvel shows coming out, well, Disney shit can the uh, a Deadpool three movie. No, it still in works. No, they, it was out yesterday that they they, they shit canned it. It, it. It's not gonna be. There's no Deadpool three as of right now. It's gonna happen. No, I thought well, Ryan I, Reynolds was talking about how it, it was paused, but there it wasn't. It's definitely gonna happen of. because it made a billion dollars. I just don't see how you could get rid of that. Well, as right now, if you check out Disney stock, they need to make whatever the hell they can. Yeah. They need to start making like uh, X Men stuff. Well, they need to start making more, obviously, more Star Wars stuff. They need to start making, I mean, you could make a Wolverine TV show if you wanted to. Oh, man. There's so many it's things. It's going to be could, a long time before they start spending $250 million on movies again. Because we might be at two There's years, no need. We might be two years away. From full box offices at movie theaters, we might be no. a year away. I don't think so. Maybe not two years, but we're it's not two years from full movie theaters. No, I don't think so. I don't think you're that far away. Well, I, they're going to open up, Jerry, we're, but there's a lot of people that are not going to go because they're scared. I agree, but they're I scared. I just don't think. I don't think you're not going to have full movie theaters for releases of movies. I just don't think you're going to have the po- prolonged like filled theaters but for releases i still think you're going to get the i same don't think amount. it'll be till so next year before you can see a full but i don't think theater. you're going they, to have they are not going to put movies in theaters if they're going to take a dive on it like i don't think you're going to see movies in theaters the way we've seen movies in theaters anyways because of the whole trolls thing you are correct trolls think, came out and has made more money than they ever had on the original trolls caveat a kids movie after a shutdown 
when kids are at home and their I parents understand. are trying to work from uh, home. That, yeah. I understand, but I think that's the way they're going to go because just like we were talking about in a previous episode, like Universal all of a sudden removes and says, well, we're not going to we're not going to show any of these movies or AMC. We're not going to show any universal movies in our theaters. Well, you're shooting yourself in the foot there. Um, Well, are they? Because Regal and Cinemark both jumped on board. Oh, they did. I I didn't know Every movie, significant movie theater chain in this country now is, is all banning universal. They have to be honest though. If if they don't, they're, they're they're fucked. Yeah. So, but to be honest, if you can make that amount of money just by streaming, even if you make three quarters amount that money in, in streaming, does it matter to them? I mean, I guess if you want to be considered for any sort of awards, would be the main thing. I mean, at the end of the day, well, I, they're, they're I really jumping. don't think that the Fast and the Furious are going to get any awards. A lot of a lot of these movies universal. though that are coming out on Netflix will get a one day release or two day release in a few movie theaters. He's got a good point. Okay, uh, Trolls made a hundred million. Great. Yeah. Fast and Furious movies make billion dollars clean all day long at the movie yeah. theater. Are they going to yeah. make a billion dollars on streaming? Probably not. No, no probably not. Because you're well, you, so. How much do we pay for tickets? Uh, Eight dollars a person when we go for a movie. Uh, um, nine. Ten. Ten. So let's say yeah. say ten. So we, so when we go fifteen 30, if we go to uh, IMAX or so it's thirty dollars right. for us three to go. So if you go rent that movie for our families to rent it, it's what twenty for a family to rent it or buy it. No, to rent it it's when five, it's in theaters, no, it's twenty dollars. No, so so let's say you go to watch it in theaters, it's twenty dollars. So if you buy it at home or you rent it at home, it's Five six dollars for no, the family. But that's after it's available for rental. The model with trolls was they released it the same time they would have released it in theaters. Yeah, and those movies cost twenty dollars to rent. Well, I understand, but you're getting that twenty dollars that you're renting it for. But then when you go to a movie theater and you buy a a thirteen dollar ticket, I get it. A percent, most of the percentage of that goes back to the movie theater. So, right here's I mean, my question have, to you yeah. two. If we had a chance to go back and watch Endgame or any, any I, movie we've seen. I don't what, want to what, watch these at home. Well, say we had the proper... So say this is going to be the new norm for us. Like, a movies are going to be released to us from now on this way. $20 to run it. So in your ba- so in, in your basement, if you could take one room and turn it into a theater room where you had a giant projector and you, we all spent some money on it and did it correctly, yeah, would you much rather do that no, no, no! Okay. I would much uh, rather okay. go to a theater. I want to go uh-huh. to the theater. Yeah. I want the okay. hundred foot screen. Yes, I not a hundred inch screen. It, to my opinion, if you did it correctly and you did it right, I would much rather watch it at home than have to go to the movie theater. Are you fucking kidding no me? No, you'll way. never get an IMAX size movie okay. theater well, in your house. Yeah. You're not going to have that, the same experience. It's just sound, not the same. I mean, it's the sound with with the, the size audience. of. I mean, yeah, with the size of screen that you're in. Just throwing it out there. I don't know the ambiance, the the popcorn. Do you remember the cherry coke? Hey, do you remember seeing? Do you Infinity pull your War? recliner up to your eighty inch TV and act like it's a real a movie theater? You can't. You can't reproduce it. I I do it on my you can't. sixty inch. It's like a, you can't reproduce it though in reality. Yeah, I mean, the, this is why I've always said I don't. I don't believe movie theaters will ever go away because of that experience. But I do believe that a lot of people don't have the same mindset as me. About that, like, I'm sure they don't. But there's effect, a lot of freaking people in the world. There are. There's seven yeah. billion of us. Yeah, eight, almost. Almost eight. That's a lot of people. But a lot of those people also don't have the availability of a movie theater. Yeah, yeah they right. don't well, watch okay. movies in Africa. 
Um, well, that makes but there's a lot some. of... Okay, so there's 4 billion people with access to movie yeah. theaters. Okay, so Probably we just reduced it by 50%. Oh, my God. It's a significant it's going amount. going to zero. We're all going to die of Corona anyway, so it don't matter. No, but I get the argument. I just... I, I do think in our lifetime, especially in the next 20 years, you're going to see less and less theatrical released movies and more and more digitally released movies or like streaming released movies. Not what's, if the theaters all band together. What's hard is... If they band together and start removing whole production companies from releasing movies at their theaters, the only option they have is to release them in streaming. So again, it's like yeah, a... Yeah. I mean, the thing is... The, the what struggles is the small movies, right? Um, the non-Marvel, Disney, non-Fast and Furious. What do they do? Like those guys should I don't know because they could capitalize to, off of the stuff. They could, but you go to stre- streaming. I'm not going to pay twenty dollars to see an independent film. No, they could capitalize on it theatrical, like released wise. Because maybe if you go there and there aren't the big budget movies, you look more forward to the ones that are out, right? Like if you just want to go to the movies and want to see something, if there's no big budget thing out and you want a date night, people are going to see those little things. And I think they could make more money doing that because you don't have the big movies out there. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. What were we talking about? What got us into this? We were talking about the Mandalorian. It was starting at Star Wars. Was there anything more to that? I think we covered it all. Well, that Mandalorian documentary is great. It's yeah. not. It's like a Star Wars documentary. Yeah. But it's a roundtable. Uh, Taika Waititi, Bryce Dallas Howard, um, Filoni. They also Dave said Filoni. Uh, Robert Rodriguez is going to direct a, a oh, episode. episode of Mandalorian. I'm not too. surprised by that. He's that's, great. That's so awesome. Um, it's amazing. It's just really interesting behind the scenes of a really good show. Mm-hmm. Um, any other what you've been watching? I got, I got, oh, yes. I got uh, one, one thing. I, I got a ton. One thing? I have been working. I have been in the tractor. So I, I haven't seen you guys anything. in a while. So when I'm in Texas, I was working, so I get off, and I have about two hours before I gotta go to bed. So I got yeah. two hours of content I get to watch. So I watched all of Star Trek Discovery. Yeah. I, wow. So How'd I, you feel I'd like about to that? talk about this show. I watched the first two episodes because they were free when they yeah. came out on CBS All mm-hmm. Access. But I never finished up. I thought they were good. If you're a Star Trek fan, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I also watched Picard. Oh. Oh. Which I really enjoyed. I mean, because I was a next generation kid. What I mean, is the premise of Picard? Uh, so artificial people like Data have been outlawed. And Picard is retired and he's going on a mission. And that's all I want to say. because I. But it's post next generation. Post next generation. He's retired. He's retired, but it's and dealing he pulls with a, data out of a drawer. A drawer, yes. <laughs> and it's it's dealing with a lot of the same the people. Trailer. It's they're the only one that hasn't been in it is Worf and Doctor Crusher. But he's like getting all of the people that were. They didn't get in Will, next Will, Will Wheaton. Will Wheaton. They didn't get Will Wheaton back in there. Didn't talk about uh, Wesley Crusher. Yeah. Fuck. No, man. So I wonder why. I would have figured he would have jumped all yeah. over that. He's a huge Star Star I, Trek guy. There's probably gonna be a season two because it was pretty popular and uh, it did it, very well. I I enjoyed it a lot. So, speaking of Will Wheaton, he does the audiobook for Ready Player One. Oh, he yeah. does. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You know, that's another movie I never watched. Uh, movie's okay. Book is amazing. Oh, I've read the book and it's phenomenal. So I also watched uh, Altered Carbon season, season two. two. Okay, 
Uh, if you guys have not seen Altered Carbon, go back and watch season one. I can't. I can't do it. I, I can't I've tried, either. dude. I've I, tried to get through this show four times. Well, so I, so I love it. I was on like the fifth episode. It's whatever one he's being tortured. He's like on a table. He's being this yeah, guy's being it's like tortured. The episode. Well, no, it's like the it's fourth. fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah. where the, and so, I, I was like, yeah, that's fine. Well, the whole, I just haven't got into the story. See, I, I like it because if you go back and you think about you, you how, how powerful is the human mind? That, I love the premise. That sounds that, that's great. the whole point yeah. of it. I mean, anybody you can do it, the whole point of a uh, some real Elon the, Musk shit going on. You know, <laughs> kind of is. You know, one thing I would have loved to see Elon Musk do. You know, I'm, I'm, not name his kid A plus A E times number twelve one. or something. You know, X dash A twelve. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, uh, that's going down a rabbit hole. I'm just going to keep going. We talked about Elon for like an hour last night. Yeah. While both of our wives were sitting there, they were not. They were not, <laughs> they impressed. Were not impressed. I'm sure. <laughs> like literally, it was bad. They were, we were all, we were they all were outside hanging out in the garage, and me and dude were inside talking about Star Wars. Like an hour goes by, we're like, "Well, let's go outside." So we go outside. We sit, pull up chairs. We sit down to them, and immediately overtake whatever they're talking about and just talk about Elon Musk <laughs> for like an hour. <laughs> you know, and both of them are just looking at us like. So, so Elon Musk this? said, "Fuck California, I'm gonna open up the uh, yeah, he's factories. moving to Texas. Yeah, he said, I'm opening the factories, and I, they're, we're gonna shut you down. I would have loved to see Elon Musk come out of his factory in like a Iron Man type suit and just just <laughs> machine gun them all because he's just because he's Elon Musk with his flame floors. First you know, of all, he would not floors. have an Iron Man type suit. He would clearly have like a mech." Like he would mech. have like a mechanized. <laughs> like, remember how popular mechs were like oh, when yeah. we were like in high yes. school. They had every video game and everything. Mm-hmm. The what's the the game called? It's a uh, oh, they're mech wars. There's or mech wars. There's, there's, there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of them. So what else did I watch while I was down there? Uh, the Expanse season two. Yeah, tell me that. I've, I've never I, watched The Expanse, but I, I've heard it's amazing. I saw the first two episodes of The Expanse mm-hmm. after you had talked about it on a show, yeah. and I need to go back and start watching it because I was very intrigued with those two episodes. Season three, I'm sorry. Season three, I watched. Anything that... Isn't there can, like five seasons? The two were on sci-fi, and the third one is on Amazon. Okay, Anything, they're all on Amazon, though. I... I, I that's I where I started watching the first two episodes. So I, I, I really enjoyed it. I mean, if you like your sci-fi, actual oh, space yeah. travel. Space which, stuff, yeah. Not, not, my not, favorite. not Star Trek-y, you know, the world's going to be perfect shit. I no, mean, it's like, like people like, living. I mean, you got Earth, you got Mars, and you got the outer belt. The, the outer belt is the asteroid belt, and, and it's a whole culture that has grown up in space. It's very similar to a, a comic book premise that I had came up with years ago, Chris, about Earth 2. Or, yeah. Uh, or it was like... A, uh, two down. It was called two down. It's yeah. on this computer in front of me. Yeah, because we expanded way a bunch on it. Yes, and, and it, it actually w- eventually became forthright. It did, but it was completely different. Different, but we expanded off of two down, and it was because all of the resources and stuff from Earth were junk. Uh, like there was nothing left, so we they sent like the government. There was multiple different governments on the Earth. Actually, copyright Snarf Comics. Yes, and they sent. <laughs> They sent all of these ships out to go find other planets. Gosh, we come up with some good okay, freaking so ideas, here was guys. The, here's the premise. Yeah, the Earth was like um, collapsing, In and they were sending ruins. out these like um, like arcs. Yeah, which that's they, what we called them. Yeah, and they were sending out these arcs to different colonies. Well, what happens is one ends up going finding this habitable planet. Like all the other it's, ones get destroyed. But like, there's it, one left that finds this habitable planet, and it was the only blip that they finally saw. Yeah, they were from like Earth. About done with their journey, they're like, "Well, we're never going to find anything," and they find this habitable planet, 
and they find out that there's human life on this habitable planet. Yes. And then what they come to find out is that there is only like one time every year that they can spot where that, that they planet can communicate with that planet. Yes. Once a year. All right. Because after they found it, they they're able to like, oh, now it's here. So they pinpoint it. But the way like the axis and the yeah. rotations go, there's only like one day yep. every year where they can actually communicate with that planet. So what happens is over the years, like crazy shit starts going on on these different planets. And then like the one day. Yes. They were able to communicate. And there was this one woman on Earth. You two came was, up with this shit on your own? Actually, it was based off a premise of his, and then we kind of expanded on it. Yeah. I, I came up with like the basis of it, and then we had talked about it, I think, like on the phone. Well, fucking write a script and sell this shit, because this is stuff that I would actually and, watch. So there was like a, a man and a woman that were obviously like a, a love interest, and I can't remember if it's the man or the woman, but one of them gets... Because there was like a... Uh, like an initiation process or like you have to be accepted to go on these ships and only one of them got accepted to go on the ship and they leave and then the man and or woman is still back monitoring like where these ships go because she wants to know like what happens to her love and they all start disappearing but then that one time a year they see the blip and figure out holy smokes there's one still out there and it was like jumping back and forth from earth being collapsing to the ship where they find out that there's more life out there. And but what happens eventually is we start this, teleporting them back and forth. Yeah. They start having it. They, they have to, when they get there, they can set up this like beacon mm-hmm. that would allow them to communicate, but they yep. still can only communicate at these times. Well, anyway, what happens is they keep coming around, but like the people that were already there on that second planet, remind me if I'm wrong on this, started getting more like warlike yep. throughout the year. So like uh, the next war, and then they figure out a way to like teleport. Well, but it was the same thing on Earth because then the governments start finding out about it and they're like, oh, well, we can access that place and start exploiting like what they have as well, which right. is the whole idea of like getting away from. Like we're trying to get away from these like exploitive governments that have ruined the Earth as it is and... Um, nice. You want to know a second book that we started writing uh, or we wrote the premise for and we never finished. Um, we can't use the name because it's like Disney copyright. Totally ideas, copyrights in our comics, but it was called uh, spaceship earth. And, uh, what happens is like, this was yours. Yeah. This one was mine. People on earth start to realize like through unfailing conspiracies that the earth itself is actually a A spaceship that was built. And, I mean, I'll give you the short pitch. Is like I kind of did this on sci-fi. They did? Yeah. Not the whole Earth where they, they say the Earth dies and they shove them into a, to a spaceship. No, to go they, to they found different. out that the Earth, the Earth itself, itself was a spaceship that was created by an alien race. Oh, okay. All right? And we, continued, we evolved on it mm-hmm. just by happenstance, but this was a spaceship that um, we find out that we're not just like randomly on this planet. Like... This spaceship was created as a ship for an alien race to transport to a certain place in the galaxy. Mm. They died. Humans started evolving. We had this life for hundreds and thousands of years. And the short pitch was they find out that they're on a spaceship and the Earth is a spaceship. And now they've arrived at the destination. Yes. Oh, that's and fucking cool. <laughs> yes. Like you find out what 
the destination oh. for this ancient race of aliens was in the first the place. Fuck? Quit your day job. Start writing this shit. There was I more. Mean, what about the one the fuck? that we had? There's with, so many ideas that I have saved on this computer. All of these pitches and everything solid gold. on this computer. What was the one where the guy was living on Earth and there was like invisible walls? Yeah, so that was also, we, compi- we combined that with uh, two down to, to create, create fourth, fourth right. But that one was interesting on its own. We, it was just, we didn't have a lot to it. Though. No, he was living in a computer simulation, which he didn't know about, but he figured it out because he happened to walk through an open space that they didn't have closed. And he got like on the other side of the computer simulation and realized like, oh, like there's these open holes in this earth that you can access and then like you know and then then there was people that were trying to find him because he was the only one that had accessed that and he was like coming back and forth out of that and he was like this small time guy and that's what he owned a bagel shop do you remember this like (laughs) he owned a bagel shop with his wife and happened to stumble upon like this thing that's so cool man um there's that so grew awesome. into Fourth Reich because yeah. what happened was we needed to add, we decided we wanted to add Nazis. Yes, yeah, we did. So then it kind of <laughs> became that the guy, the protagonist in Fourth Reich, I don't know if you've ever read, I don't know if he ever gave you the first script. No. It's on Patreon. You can read it. Not, to read Not it. all of it. No, there's the first four pages are out. I should yeah, start adding a, more we pages. We have a 24 page script for it. Yeah. Um, the premise of that was this, this guy finds out basically and i won't go into in depth but he finds out that like he's had mental problems his whole life mm-hmm. um like schizophrenia like schizophrenia and he's on all these medications and he he has these visions like he'll be in a room and then all of a sudden he'll have like visions um and in some of his visions there's like wars going on and what he finds out is that his visions are actually like his ability to actually uh jump dimensions into a dimension where the Nazis won World War II oh, and took over the world. That's fucking cool, man. So it's like a parallel dimension to the one we're in. Yeah. And it's like as if, yeah, the Nazis won World War II. And, and they occupy the United States. And then, so he, you know, eventually figures out that he's actually crossing dimensions because like another... he's not schizophrenic. He's actually mm. able to cross dimensions. No shit. And he finds other people with that ability. There's like a small team of them. Yes. With this ability that are like the Nazis are trying to infiltrate our dimension because they have this huge army built up. I'm like uh, really impressed by this. So there's this this like little group of freedom fighters that are able to cross dimensions, but they can cross in and out and they can like foil the schemes of. But the Nazis are able to not physically cross over. These guys are special because they can physically cross over dimensions. Mm -hmm. But the Nazis have figured out a way to like talk to people in other dimensions. So they have planted agents in our world that are actually working for the Nazis from the other dimensions. That's so cool, man. The and whole plan. one of the guys was his psychologist. Yes. What that was fuck? keeping him on these meds, suppressing his ability. Fuck, guys. Write a script. You, we already you, did. Oh, no, that's one, <laughs> that finished. one's done. You could quit fucking working. We had some of the art done, actually. Yeah, we did. Right. We just didn't care for the artist. No, and we didn't... We decided that that story was just so... It was, big, it was so big uh, that it was like so ongoing. We that needed. It would be we, we had it, the way we outlined it. We had like twenty issues, and we're <laughs> like, well, "This isn't even the end of the story." It's a comic book, boys. That's a fucking TV show right there. 
Well, it's like it, a novel. Yeah, and there is kind of a couple like multiple novels. Afterwards, we found out there was kind of a couple similar ideas out there. Like, like there's the one uh, comic book called Uber. Yes, Uber was similar, and then there and was then there's Man in the High Castle. Yeah, which is similar. Uh, but you know, I mean, ours Whatever. is different enough. It's it is different very enough. different. They're, they're, neither of those have cross dimensions. No, dude, I'm telling you. There is cross-dimensional robotic Nazi <laughs> warfare, warfare, and and Assassin. love interests. Nice, you know, you get the love interests, you get trying to save people, you get all sorts of different things in that book. And my favorite scene the was the one where he's stuff. driving down the road in his car, and all of a sudden, this like old-school Nazi tank busts out. Yes, and then he automatically crosses dimension. And his car crashes into a pole, and he's in the middle of this like Nazi North Nazi uh, that's battle cool. where the rebellion that's is what like you guys firing need to, upon that's, him. That's amazing. That's just a great story. You guys need to write that one. No, we it did. is. We it wrote is it. Written. Well, get it published. Do something with it. It's just sitting there. Yeah, it is. It is just sitting there. So is Jetpack Samurai, which is also really good. It is a very good story as well. That's a whole other one. We've written. We've come up with a lot of ideas. They just aren't all finished. My favorite still is our Ikea from Hell. That's another one. Like the seven layers of I Ikea Hell. Okay, we have a, it's more of a comedic comic, and it's based off Dante's Inferno. You know the book Dante's Inferno, yeah. The Seven Layers of Hell? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's this guy who has to go to Ikea with his girlfriend, <laughs> and his girlfriend immediately gets snatched, and then he's got to go through the seven layers of Ikea Hell Oh and my fight god! All that's these amazing. different bosses on each level. That's layers, kind of like a oh, Scott program type of deal. Yeah, it's them. very it's reminiscent of like that, uh, mixed with Dante's Inferno. He, there's a one point he fights against a uh, Minotaur. Yeah, a Minotaur. Where, um, so like he gets to this level, and the Minotaur's, the Minotaur's actually trying to put together a uh, futon because it's in Ikea and he can't understand the directions and he can't hold on to the little screwdriver. Mm. And he immediately thinks that this white guy is at fault for making these directions so difficult. So it was like the level of anger. Yeah. Right. And he's, Fighting him, but by the end, you realize he's just like, I can't put this futon. I can't put this futon together with these hooves. And <laughs> and then there's a gluttony level that's a Swedish meatball monster. Yes. Oh my god, you too. <laughs> it's that's it's really good. It's this is one of the things that I wanted to do with that. Uh, um, What's her that name? Sketch comedy. Oh yeah, but I want that artist that I bought the. Hey, um, I got step outside for a minute. Frozen prints from. Oh, yeah. She would be very good at that. Yeah, she'd be great. She'd be incredible. Anyways, we were going to do what we're watching. Yes. We're well, at an hour and 50 minutes. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, have one, I have a few things that I was... Just like three things. A couple of them are whatever. Uh, one was the Jerry Seinfeld 24 Hours to Kill Netflix special. Okay, I've heard very bad things about it. It is not very good. I've heard on Joe Rogan, actually, um, that it was not good. Yeah, so I started watching it, was very excited when I saw it came out. I started, like I said, I, I started watching it. I fell asleep multiple times throughout it. I kept going back to watch it. And there was just not much about it that was funny. And it's super disappointing because I love Seinfeld, the show. I love Jerry Seinfeld as a comedian. I love uh, comedians in cars getting coffee. I like most of what he's done. Yeah, this stand-up special was just not something. I mean, maybe if it's something like you go in person and see him, you know, obviously it's going to be different, right? 
but watching it on Netflix, there has been so much better. Yeah. I've but, heard that. I'm still going to watch it probably. But. You should. I mean, it's fine. It's fine for what it is. It's a good time waster. I'm not going to say it's terrible. I think it's something people would enjoy a little bit. I'm just basing it off of some of the other comedy specials I've seen over the last like couple months. Motherfucking Tom Segura. Tom Segura kicked it out of the park. Uh, I mean, Dave, Dave Chappelle, Chappelle made the greatest Holy comedy smokes. special maybe of the last 20 years. I agree. And honestly, even I liked Burt Kreischer's Big Boy. I liked that better than Jerry Seinfeld's. Yeah. Um, I thought Burt, Burt Kreischer, like that was the only Burt Kreischer one I've ever watched. And I thought it was pretty decent. But then once I watched Tom Segura, I realized like, holy smokes, like yeah. he's a way better comedian. Have you ever seen The Machine? I've seen bits and pieces of the original like machine. Yes. I'm just not a big fan. I know it's his shtick. Like his shtick is just not my, yeah, my thing. He's fine. And like I said, I thought a lot of the jokes within his stuff was funny, but Jerry Seinfeld's was pretty bland. The yeah. stories are just so long and like involved That's that you're odd, kind of out of it. a huge story comic. And he got into a lot of big stories that I just didn't think it was really that great. Huh. Have you, did you watch any of that dude, Jerry Seinfeld's Netflix special? Uh, no, I have not. It, Skip it? Mm, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can watch it if you want. I, mean, I love Jerry Seinfeld. I mean, so I, do I. Uh, comics so getting do coffee. I. Yeah, comedians and cars getting coffee. That's it. It's a great I, show. They're great. Awesome. Yeah, I've I, heard I that's really good. I've it also is. heard oh, Jay Leno's it. Garage is really You've good. never seen Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee? I've seen every single one of them. Oh, I absolutely right. love it. The way uh, you said that was like, yeah, I've heard that's great. So Jay Leno's <laughs> Garage, there, there's two parts to it. There's, there's the car part where it, it, it so he actually has a, a, a Case IH, you know, 600 a horsepower tractor on there just to show it off. And he's he got had, a quad track. Yeah, he's got a big ass quad track. And he, he brings what? the tumbler. Yeah, he yeah. owns like a special edition quad track. Yeah. Just for the hell of it. Is that the one he's driving around LA all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can't drive that around LA. He does. That's so dumb. I mean, he did for a Age. show yeah. one time, but I don't think he drives it around well, frequently. So he he got the tumbler, the 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 Batmobile from Batman yep. Begins and drove that around and uh, it's really cool. It, that's a, it's a great show. If you ever get a chance to watch uh, Jay Leno's Garage, I highly recommend it. I will. Where is it on? I've only seen bits and pieces of yeah. it on YouTube. Yes. I don't know okay. what else it's on. Well, I got one I've been watching, and then I think we can go to Dude because he's got a bunch he wants to talk about. We don't I have know. a lot of time left. I got so. a couple more. But you're not important. I am important, and these stories are important. It's all about me, Jerry. Okay. I got a big one I've been watching. I started watching on the DC Universe app the animated Harley Quinn show. Oh, oh, I need to watch it that. It was yeah. recommended um, very much Okay. Uh, by... Avid listener, first time caller. Huh? That's like a regular radio thing. Oh, okay. Man, have you heard that? No. um, Long time listener, first time caller. Yeah. They say that all the time on a lot of radio shows. Yeah. You idiot. A lot of like Rush Limbaugh. They said that. Yes. A lot of people say that. Money talk. Why do you look at me like you've never heard that? You said avid listener. Yeah. I'm sorry. Screw it up. It's not avid. It's long time listener. You knew exactly what I was saying. You knew exactly what I was saying. Anyway, I heard somebody on a podcast talking about how great this show is, so I checked it out. It's really, really, really funny. It looked like it was. It's, and it's super adult, right? Oh, my God, yeah. It's definitely rated R, extremely violent, hilarious. It's like a workplace comedy where all, with all the Batman villains. 
<laughs> where they gosh. all like I didn't realize work that. in like an office setting at the Legion of Doom. And, really? Uh, Joker is super funny and hilarious, and it's kind of all premised on the fact of Harley Quinn and Joker breaking up. Yeah. And like Harley Quinn breaks up with the Joker, but Joker doesn't want anybody to know. He wants everybody to think that he broke up with Harley Quinn. Okay. It's like embarrassing for him. And he just is randomly just murdering the shit out of people like constantly. <laughs> That's perfect Joker. And it, it really is, is. Yeah. hilarious. Uh, the action is great. Poison Ivy is great. So Harley Quinn goes to live with Poison Ivy. So she's great. There's, um, it's just really, really funny. It's really good. I think everybody should check awesome. it out. I'm not like a huge Harley Quinn fan. Neither am I. Um, but I am, I guess. I, I've always liked Harley Quinn. I've but, liked her from the original Batman, the animated series. Like well, I like the origin of her. Well, I just her. You mean me and you are the two of the biggest Batman fans that I know of. Yeah. And uh, her character has grown. Oh yeah, so completely much, different. So yeah. so much, which I like seeing her character grow because there's so much more to her. I mean, yeah. Oh, well, sure. this is a whole different thing, and like I said, the comedy aspect is what's great about this. Bane is hilarious they go to penguin's son's bar mitzvah all the villains go to penguin's (laughs) son's bar mitzvah and bane is just like uh bane is like the guy that all the super villains dump on and like make fun of yes hilarious he's like oh why are you making fun of bane is this like a tom hardy voice Uh, oh he does yeah yeah is this like an Archer-esque yes. type show? Similar. It's similar to Archer. Nice. Uh, That's it's what I got really nice. It's got really good animation though. Um, uh, better than like it's not that same style as Archer. Right. Uh, the first season of Archer was amazing. All um, a, a lot of Archer is very good. And Kaylee Cuoco. She's the voice. She's right? the voice of Harley Quinn. She's great. All the voice acting is great. Yeah, she's from. Uh, I'm not familiar. With Big, yeah, Bang you are. Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Penny. Oh, Penny. Penny. Okay, yeah. Um, so it's... And the girl who plays Poison Ivy is great. There's a funny, really super funny scene where they go out to this bar mitzvah, and she's like, I don't like going... And she's like super hot, Poison Ivy is. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want to go out. You know, like all the guys are always all over me, basically. Mm-hmm. And it, like she's kind of a lesbian, and she is in the comics, but yeah. you could tell in the show, like... She's got a thing for Harley Quinn. Just sure. Harley, Harley doesn't realize it yet. Anyway, so they go out and she's like, well, whatever. So she starts getting hit on by Kite Man. And it's this guy. <laughs> oh, I forgot about Kite Man. He just like man. pulls the thing and oh my God. a kite pops out. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's funny. So they go on this ridiculous event. So she's got these pheromones mm-hmm. that when she sprays them, it makes people fall in love with them. But it also kills them and turns them into plants. Yes. And so Kite Man, for some reason, takes it and gives it to a bunch of kids. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, fuck, we got to go. We got to go get the antidote. So Kite Man flies her there. He's like, okay, we're going to go. And he's just like trying to go get to her to go on a mission with him. So that was the whole plan. Yeah. yeah. So basically. So they go to her, her apartment. She gets the pheromone. She comes in the other room, and he's buck naked in her bed. He's just like, come on. <laughs> and she, she, she cusses him out, whatever. They're flying back, and Kite Man's like, oh, man, I just really misread the signals, and I'm just like, I'm really sorry. You're just so beautiful. He's kind of like a little touching moment. She's almost like, ah, And I don't know. It's just really funny because like <laughs> two episodes later, they pay it off where Kite Man and Harley Quinn run into each other like out in the world, and she comes back, and she's like, yeah, and I ran into fucking Kite Man. They like ruined it, and she's like, 
did he say anything about me? <laughs> it's, like, it's just really funny how they pay off such a little thing like two episodes later. It's, yeah. It's a really funny show. I like it a lot. It looks really good. I've always, I just saw like advertisements for it on YouTube and it looked really funny. And I've always thought like, oh, maybe I should watch that. But Harley Quinn has never been a character that stood out to me. So honestly, she's the, only the worst why. part of it. Oh, really? She's the worst part of the show. Not that she's bad, but like the supporting characters are like Bane and Joker. And I'm trying to think of who the other vil- main villains are. Riddler. Um, and Batman's in it because she gets in Batman's Batman is Well, cave. he's only been in one episode that I've seen. I've only seen like four episodes and he was in one of them or two of them. How many episodes are there for the season? I don't even know. But oh. there's two seasons out. Oh, already? Yeah. Holy smokes. I guess I didn't realize it was out that long. And they're like Jim Gordon is like this like spazzed out guy who's always saying inappropriate things, <laughs> which he should be. And Batman and Harley Quinn are like there talking to Jim Gordon, and he's spazzing out. And Batman's just like Jim, Jim, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, funny, dude. It's really good. I like it. All right, dude. What have you been watching? Uh, I watched Superman: The Red Sun the other night. Uh, mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Yeah, that's a really good one. It's it's good. Uh, it, Who wrote that comic, by the way? Oh, uh, that's a, that's an old comic. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was somebody big. Wrote you know, Song. the best part about that whole movie was Batman. Yeah, I know he's a terrorist and he a murdering motherfucker. Right, so. Mark Millar. Mark Millar. That's right. Yeah. Just the, just a whole different. Just how. Everybody's a different aspect in that. I really enjoyed that one. I highly recommend it. And I started watching uh, Hell on Wheels. I'm almost through the first season. Love that show. Yes, Absolutely. such a great show. Yeah. Bohannon. Bohannon. Just a straight up murder <laughs> motherfucker. Colin Bohannon. When, when I had um, Grayback Cash, that was like my number one name. Cullen? Hell on Wheels was on. Yeah. And I'm like, I like the name Cullen. And Marley liked it too. It was like on our final five list of five names. Really? That's a good out. one. Huh? You actually listed your kids' names out? Oh my god, I got a list on my phone and my notes that's got like 75 names on it. Holy smokes. And then we kept paring them down. Wow. Crystal, I want this name. Like, I really like this one. She goes, that's great. This is where we name our son. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> no, I can't remember what the... I, don't, I could pull the list up. I can't remember what my final one was. Cash was... We both decided on that one, but there was another one. Oh, I wanted Grayson. After that's Dick Grayson. Nice. Love it. Yeah. I like and cash. we would just call him Gray. So did you name Cash uh, Tango and Cash? Uh, yeah. Yep, that's what I did. Yep, Tango and Cash. <laughs> Love that movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> I was I was gonna put it, it on my. It did it not like make. It did not make it, last. It did not make it last week. Almost. Did you listen to Patreon? I didn't listen to Patreon yet. It might have been. It hasn't been mentioned. released yet. Technically. Are you kidding me, Jerry? <laughs> no. I just that, I just exported the, uh, it tonight. Almost, it's going out tomorrow. So is that on the uh, five? Uh, Honorable mentions. Honorable mentions, yeah. It actually is not. Spoiler. Oh. It's not. But it was on my list that I wrote out of like my top. Was it? Yeah. That's I didn't a great know that. movie. It is a great movie. That I, is not what he's named after, though. Okay. He's named after Johnny Cash. Good. Continue. So, last, AC is not. last one. <laughs> and uh, you guys have been talking about this show in a lot. And I finally had time where the kids were all gone. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn this on. Because you guys say it's pretty raunchy. I turned on the boys. Oh, yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I'm on episode three, and I am addicted. Because it is everything superheroes are not supposed to be. Exactly. And, and it's, it's like what superheroes would be 
in real life. Have yeah. you got to the plane scene? No. Mm. I have not. Mm. Yeah. I so think that's like episode that's, five. Remember, I remember the conversation we had out of that. Like your, it's the pit of your stomach. Disturbing. Out. It is one of the most disturbing things I've ever seen committed to film. Which it's it's disturbing. Just, We're not gonna okay, ruin well, it. Yeah, because yeah, 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 there's already been one plane scene, and I'm like, that's not that bad. So which was on episode one, I believe. No, Wait. this one's no okay. All right, all right. No, there's yeah, much you won't more. ever forget this plane scene. Well, I'm we have to go home and watch a little more of it after tonight. Yeah, so, you yeah. definitely need so to. I, There's also an amazing yeah. end to the Aquaman character. Yep. Not end, but. He's still in the, I think he's coming in. The I love season. that dude. He's fine. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's the worst, but he's I like, love what they do with this character later on when he's trying to save the dolphin. Yes. And then when he gets violated. <laughs> you're, you're in for oh, a treat. Oh, man. This, it's, it's a really it's, good it's show. It's good. It really, I, I just haven't had time to watch everything. I, I chose the. Star Trek path rather than watch the boys and everything when I was down in Texas because I'm a Star Trek guy, you know. Yeah, you're in for a treat. That's such yeah. a great show. Yeah, and after that, you've watched Carnival Row. That's what you're Oh, yes. It's, it's on my Row. list. It's on my so list. Good. It's incredible. Um, the, the only other two that I've watched really aren't anything new whatsoever, but it, they're movies that I've been somewhat forcing Grady to watch, and I'm making him watch movies that I've loved from my childhood. And I started with the. My prin- name is Inigo Montoya. Yes, the Princess Bride. You killed my father. You made him watch the Princess Fucking Bride. He, yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, it's an it's incredible my, movie. It's in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Oh, for of sure. course, that's a great movie. Did he like it? Loves it. Okay. Why, how could he not? It's He's, a perfect kids movie. It really is, I and did, I just didn't think. I didn't know how he was going to take it either. I was like, I think we should watch this. I explained it a little bit to him, and he's like, okay. So I turned it on and he was like sitting up watching it. And he's like, he's like, that's, is that the Dread Pirate Roberts? He's like, well, what's he going to do? Yeah. And I just thought it was funny because you like, he didn't Stop even notice that questions. it was just, I don't think I could ever movie. be cash to watch that. I don't think he would watch it. See, Bri- I, I don't Bryce know how I ask, got him to. Bryce would ask a thousand questions. What's he doing? Why is he a giant? How come his sword's gold? How come his sword's oh, silver? Oh yeah. Grady did that too. And I just kept telling him, shut up and watch the movie. Like yeah. it'll all tell you. You just have to watch it, you know? And he did, and he loves it. He's watched it probably. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. Shut your mouth. That's not in that movie. No, I, I know it's not, but I just imagine you doing that. Oh, yeah. Like Will Ferrell? Yes, I basically <laughs> did. <laughs> the next one is a little bit lesser of a movie, but I still love it from my childhood, and it's Ace Ventura, mm. Pet Detective. No, I have no reason to ever watch that again. I love them. So I, both. I didn't like him at the time. So did you make Grady watch that one too? Yeah. All the way till the very end? Well, I, t- he closed, I, ha- I made him close his eyes for some of it because it's inappropriate for children. Oh, but yeah. he also thinks that's hilarious. We still need to watch uh, the best one, which is the second one. When Nature Calls. When is nature that the calls. one where he comes out of the old... The, the right house. house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so funny. He loves them. And I get so much enjoyment seeing him enjoy the same things that I did, even though I'm forcing him to. I don't, I know, I never was a fan of Ace Ventura. I always have been. I don't know why. Because you were older than me when they came out. I mean, I was uh, right. I, the perfect I mean, age. Jim, Jim Carrey is pretty hilarious back in the day. Yeah. He was. Fire Marshal Bill's probably his. Uh, spank you, work. spank you, Hel- Handy Helperton or something like that. Yeah. Is that what he says? Something like that. Yeah. The girls that I was in school with we used to run around, they say that all the time. It was obnoxious. 
Okay. <laughs> There's a oh, lot of things that are very obnoxious yeah. about that show. I mean, it's not good. Really? It's just funny. Really? It's just funny. And it, I'm more of a mask guy myself. The mask is one of my favorites, too. He Can't will be watching that. Ooh, that's not kid-friendly. The mask. I watched it when I was a kid. Yeah, but yeah, we, we lived all... at a different time. <laughs> yeah. What's I don't think you watched it when you were seven or eight. It came out when I was that age. Okay. It came out in like 90. I think it's like five. It, wasn't it R-rated? No. No, it's PG-13. Well, I'm tempted that the comic book is fucking R-rated. Well, yeah. Absolutely. But what? yeah, it was. There's a sequel to that. Uh, Son of Mask with Son. Jamie Kennedy. That's it. Yep. Yep. What was his really show? Really bad. Bad. Yeah. What was Jamie his show? Kennedy experience. experience. Or experience? experience? Experiment. One of those two. Yeah. It was pretty good. It's so bad I don't remember. It was not yeah. bad. It was The bad. Mask came out in 1994, and I would have been seven. I was, yeah, because yeah. I would have been 14. I was 10. It's great. It's got a 6.9 rating out of 10 on IMDb. That's way better than I would have expected. It's a good movie. I'm I just saying it. it's not yeah, like very it. kid friendly. It's no. a very that's when I became themed. in love with Cameron Diaz. Yep, mm-hmm. it's like one of her first movies. Yep, yep. I'm trying to think, what other Jim Carrey movies are? Really liar, kid. liar! What oh. great movie! Yeah. Uh, the Truman Show. Truman, awesome. He should have got an Oscar for that fucking great show. Great movie. I love that show. Bruce Almighty. Good morning. Good afternoon and good night. Yeah. Okay, so um, see what's the other one? It's uh, one of my favorites of all time. Uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless oh, Mind. One wow. Of my, one of my favorite movies yeah. of all time. Yes. It is one of the greatest movies ever made. But it is not like. It's not a kid movie by yeah, any no. means. No, that's way different. But we're talking about Jim Carrey, and that is his best movie, I think. Um, I would agree. It Maybe is. Hey, here. All right, uh, what else you got, Jer? That's all I got. All right, dudes, got some more, and then we're out of here. No, I thought you wrapped it up, right? That's it. That's all I got, Chris. That's all you got? Oh, well, we just opened another beer, so I guess we're going to have to keep going. But we're at two hours and eight minutes. Well, we got 20 minutes. I guess everybody's just... That was Siri. I guess everybody's just going to get a little extra bonus podcast then. It's longer this time. Or we can do it on Patreon. Agreed. And it for Snarf Talk this week. I've been Chris. I am Jerry. And I'm Dude. Thanks for having me. And actually, no, we're not going to end it right now. We're going to say if you're not a Patreon member, go to patreon.com slash snarfcomics and listen to our Patreon exclusive where we open the next of this pile of beers in front of us. Yeah, dude stole two of mine. So, yeah, I stole one of yours. One of mine. And we'll get a little freaky with it. Snarfyoki? Get a little jiggy. A little snarfyoki? Get a little bow chicka wow wow. Hey, yeah. Hey. After hours. This is what you get from Snarfyoki? We're not doing Snarfyoki. I don't have that kind of time. <laughs> I want to hear you two sing the Three's Company song. <laughs> Come on, knock on my door. I'll, I'll be waiting, waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and his. No, hers and hers and his. There's two women and one man. And Mr. Furley. He doesn't count in the hers and hers. Three's company two. Oh, and I uh, I forgot we got a big podcast guest coming on. We do from that uh, comic place. No. Uh, We were able to book famed Emmy, Grammy Award winning singer, Aaron Neville. Neville. I forgot about Aaron Neville. Yeah, we talked to him a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and he's um, going to be coming on the podcast. That'll have to be Patreon. He's going to give us an exclusive song. Yep. 
He's going to sing for us. Yes. Uh, what's that song called that he sings? Uh, I don't know much, but I know I love you. That's the one. That's, That's his famous it. one huh? from the 90s. That's it. Yeah, he's just going to come on, sing, sing the song, song, go off next week. Okay. That'll be great. I'm so excited. Right for off him. the bat. We only got him for a second on Skype. Right. Jerry's going to have, a, I'm not going to be able to be there because we can only have one computer do it. So Jerry's going to have a quick chat with him. Yeah. He's going to sing the song for us and then we will hang up with Aaron Neville and then I will be on and we will continue on with the rest of the episode. So great. listen to the rest of our episode tonight on patreon.com slash snarf comics for snarf talk this week. I've been Chris. I am still Jerry and I'm still dude. See ya. Bye. <laughs>